Start close and travel far from your local airport, San Bernardino International Airport. Affordable flights on board Breeze Airways' perennial A220 aircraft with three seating choices will have you flying comfortably away to the San Francisco Bay or go, go, go into Provo, Utah in no time with no traffic, short security lines, and on-site parking for just $5 per day. Now's the time to fly SBD. Book your next trip out of San Bernardino International Airport and experience the Inland Empire's newest way to travel. Learn more at flysbd.com. That's flysbd.com. Start close and travel far from your local airport, San Bernardino International Airport. Affordable flights on board Breeze Airways' perennial A220 aircraft with three seating choices will have you flying comfortably away to the San Francisco Bay or go, go, go into Provo, Utah in no time with no traffic, short security lines, and on-site parking for just $5 per day. Now's the time to fly SBD. Book your next trip out of San Bernardino International Airport and experience the Inland Empire's newest way to travel. Learn more at flysbd.com. That's flysbd.com. This is the world-famous K-Rock. Oh, hell yeah. Here we go. It is Klein Alley Show. This is K-Rock. Good morning. And Woo. how the hell goes it? As we are... Scraping by? Scra I was going to say sprinting, but then I realized that no one's going to believe that. So we are crawling <laughs> to the end of the year. Uh, tomorrow, live broadcast right around this time. We will hopefully be seeing you at Sagebrush Cantina as we do some good for the community and bring an unwrapped toy. More importantly, we get to drink together. Eat some breakfast burritos and toast to the year ahead. I'm actually going to pick up my little toy today. Oh, you're to actually tribute. You're not going. You're not just regifting something that someone gave you that you don't want. You know, I thought about it and I was like, I should do the right thing and buy an actual toy, an unwrapped toy. I do have a couple of things that I have two of because you know when the baby's born, it's like right. people just get the same like five things. Sure. Um, so I just kind of feel bad doing that. I'm sure some cheap ass toy you're going to pick up. I'm gonna pick up a cool toy, Omar. I think Omar. Well, let's I think hear it. Omar. What is I it? think we know that some underprivileged. A cool one of those American dolls. It's gonna be some well, under that's un underprivileged. Really big. It's gonna be an underprivileged eight-year-old that's gonna get a sippy cup that Allie brought, <laughs> and it's gonna be like, I, I really wanted a basketball, and they're like, sorry, Allie brought extra sippy cups from her baby. I'm gonna go to the toy section at Target, and I'm gonna find something middle to top shelf. Okay, there. what's your budget? Uh, I haven't decided yet, Omar. I'm just going to okay. see what kind of sale they are have. We, are, we, are we talking 15 or are we talking 50? Probably closer to somewhere in the middle. Okay, That's good, so right? Something 25, 30 bucks. <laughs> you, know, you, know, so, you know what's so funny, Omar, is that yesterday on the uh, bonus podcast, the Klein Alley Showberton, yeah. we knew that we were heading to the holiday party that took place in the afternoon, the paint and pour. You're putting party in quotes right there, right? Yeah, I, of course. Party. It, okay. was a B, it was a BYO party, and no right. one really brought the party, but we did tell Allie that if she won anything at the raffle, she would have to immediately give it to a listener. That would be the nice thing to do, and yeah, she got all upset. Yeah, by the way, th there was no asking. It was just, oh, if you win, you're going to give it up to a listener. And Allie goes, well, I never win, so whatever. And yesterday, okay. for the first time ever, Allie, won. Allie won one of the prize raffles. It was a total random thing. It wasn't like a contest for the the painting or anything. No, like no, that. no, totally random. That wow, I would have also no won. Way. Every uh, employee eligible, and they pulled Allie's name out. So uh, we will announce what what amazing prize is going to go to one of our Dude, listeners today. They they give legit prize. Listen, sometimes this company skimps out, but sometimes they give really cool prizes. Not this year. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh no. Hey, oh, man. what I won is cool, and somebody will want it. 
So okay, I think one of the prizes was twenty dollars off Omar Khan's DJ services at an oh upcoming my God. event. Yeah, that surprise me. Seems sure. unnecessary, but uh, now we'll get into that Only later this 20. morning. Twenty bucks off. That's right. Yeah. Omar can rock they it. Also, they're going to give away a sippy cup too. The alleys. Oh, shut up! <laughs> you know what we should do is sell our beautiful paintings that we oh, made. Oh man, that thing was something else. Well, I tried to participate. I tried to be a team player around here. It's difficult. It you gets, did. It gets harder and harder to be a team player at this place. But Klein painted a picture of a snowman on a beach with a carrot on, um, on his D. Yeah, I, the yeah. woman from it was H- lovely painting. Thank it you. Was. The woman from HR came by because she was trying to give everyone these uh, positive, uh, hey, nice work on the painting. And then she saw my picture where I put the carrot where the D is supposed to go on the snowman. And I think as an HR person, she wasn't allowed to smirk. But as a human, she gave it a smirk because everyone knows there's nothing funnier than <laughs> carrot D on a snowman. Right? I love how you yeah. said I put the carrot where the D is supposed to go. Yeah, like that's the right. D still has to show at some point. You gotta put the D on the snowman. How do you know it's a snowman, Allie? There's no D. You're right. We got lots to get to today on the show. We'll tell you all about it. Uh, first Green Day. We are here for the interaction. 800-520-1067. Also, we're going to world premiere a brand new song later today. Uh, we were out and about at the Depeche Mode Day yesterday. Wild stuff going so on there. So many people there. We will get to all of it this morning. So uh, get ready. Pack your patience, as Omar likes to say. And uh, enjoy this from Green Day. All right, it's K-Rock, Klein Alley Show on a Thursday morning. Welcome to the Prequend. Uh, lots to get into today. And then, of course, tomorrow the live broadcast as we celebrate the holidays together. It will not be our final live show of the year, some people asking. Although, if that helps get your ass out to Calabasas tomorrow at this time, then sure, it'll be our final live show of the year. We're still going to be back here at the K-Rock Studios for another week of really phoning it in. Let's just be honest, <laughs> Allie, right? Come on, let's... I mean, that's what we were all working towards, right? Right, that was the goal. That was... I mean, some would argue we've been phoning it in for a while now. That's not necessarily we true. We have not we, been phoning we it We put in. way too much time and effort into this thing on a daily basis. Well, yesterday we did. Yesterday was, sure. yesterday was a bit of a phone-in <laughs> day, for sure. But all also, right. things were all wonky and weird yesterday because of either Mercury in retrograde or that stupid... Light that once again is plugged in, in the K Rock Studios. People already asked me on the is text. It on? Oh, it's yeah, on, Omar. Because it all the on. other, oh, cool. everybody else, Nicole wanted me to keep it on. Megan loves <clears throat> it. I was talking to her Great. about it at the holiday party. Everyone loves the light. It's, gonna, it was on this morning because I'm, nobody wanted to turn it off. I'm going to put the uh, microphone close to my eyeball right now so you can hear it, Omar. Take a listen. Okay. <laughs> you can actually hear my retina oh. sizzling because oh, wow. of Allie's weird UV light yeah, that she brought in the studio. Yeah, but it's making everybody happy. And I did Moon Circle last night, and I learned a lot of information about Mercury in retrograde and just wanted to say anything that goes wrong, it's taking a flashlight up into things that you need to work on in your life. So with you being late to the show, with the clocks moving backwards, it's just kind of teaching all of us that we have no time left. This bitch! That's what I'm thinking. Whatever that guy said, I'm thinking the same thing. And that, you, you know, know uh, time is a construct. Whatever you uh, want to interpret it as. You got God. real. You turned into like a weird hippie or something. I don't know what happened to you. You used to be like kind of cool. You were like this cool like lesbian that just kind of didn't know what was doing. Now you've tried to find purpose in your life. It's Fine. the worst. I was never a cool lesbian. No, no that's a good point. I take that back. I take by what I said. But you were. I think you, you were. I, you were striving to be a cool lesbian. I think. And then now. I think I was on my way to becoming a cool you, lesbian. You were just looking for acceptance and for some reason the only place that accepted you is this weird hippie moon circle you go to and now you feel like you because you're around all these other weirdos you don't understand like how strange it is what you're doing and then when you say it to us a bunch of normal people in here we like <laughs> the have look to l- that you give me as I talk definitely yeah, makes well, me second guess most everything. of that look is once again my eyeballs just sizzling right now because of the stupid light you brought in well, here but then regardless. I won't even tell you about the new tapping technique please don't please don't well, I, I, I will you. if you please, want no, me to keep please going. please never, never talk about it again. If you're feeling emotion, hey. you can tap, tap different parts of your body and your problems will go away. All right. 
Someone tap Allie right out of the studio. <laughs> I want to tap out. Yeah, I, I'm tapped out. Someone chokehold me so I can tap Whatever, out. Whatever, you just don't like progress. You know that Shirley Manson uh, was probably maybe the top trending topic of the week, at least in K-Rock world, because of the, uh, the big speech she gave from the stage at Acoustic Christmas where she yelled at some people that were fighting in the uh, crowd. Some people would call it a speech, others would call it a rant. Yeah, she went on a bit of a tirade, but it was, uh, you know, the idea was, hey, it's the holidays, let's all try to be a little bit nicer to each other, because even though it is the time of year you're supposed to be, you know, thankful and appreciative and this and that, it does feel like people, uh, we've run out of patience for each other. So it's like one person kind of uh, cuts you off in traffic, it's like time to stab them in the throat. And she gave, Omar, play a little bit of her speech. This was from Saturday, this was the Acoustic Christmas, where she basically reminded everyone, it's a effing Christmas show. Uh, either behave or uh, horse out of here or something like that. She said. Something. I want it to stop. This is bullshit to be not having that going on in the world so. without some aggro in a Christmas party. <laughs> this. She called. She you know, she heard us talking about it, and I didn't realize this, Allie, but she listens to the show, and she called and left a message on the goat line. She's not. She did. She's not happy about something that we got into on the show. Hey, Shirley Manson here. As if I don't have enough to do with this girl from the concert, but now I hear you're trying to impersonate me. Torst out. That's highly offensive. You know. I also hear you don't give up your waffles and take it for a toy for us. Pay it forward, Algy. We do not have enough. Going on in the world. I'm from bloody Scotland and I've been seeing that your best is greener than any corner of the land I've ever seen. One more schism in you, bitch. I'll toss you out. All right, bye. I don't know. If, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, if I wasn't sure, it was the end there that really made it clear that it is her. Thank you for listening to the show. Shirley Mance, greatly appreciate you for listening to the show. I think she was saying something about Allie's coat. I don't even know. Hey. Omar, can you translate what she just said? Shirley Manson would have loved my coat. She didn't. She said she called you Algae. It's your nickname now. You know what? Uh, Quick break. Back in a second. If you want 100 bucks of Algae's money... Uh, take some green from the green by calling us now, 800-520-1067. We got five questions about stuff going on in the world. All you got to do is score better than Algae, get 100 bucks of her money on a thrifty Thursday. Today's the day to get rich off of her. We'll do it next on K-Rock. All right, time to pay the people this morning, K-Rock, on a Thursday. Let's see if you know more than she does. She's got a bunch of janky-ass tattoos. Let's find out if Allie knows the news. Five questions. Why his wife is a gold digger and he still said I do. Let's find out if Allie knows the news. Do, 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 do. Sweet knockers. Thank you for the wonderful DIY theme songs. You can always leave them on the goat line. It's there for you 24-7-365. That number is 844-956-GOAT. Allie, you feeling smart today or not so much? No, not at all. Is that because you uh, did some day drinking yesterday? I had, that was a, one of the longest days ever yesterday. Yeah, yeah it very sure was. groggy and very uh, not not here. Great. Yeah. In that case, that nothing to do with the uh, sour cream bagel you ate yesterday. That was just one thing that went wrong yesterday. That was, that was actually the highlight. Yeah, that was the wow. highlight of Ali's day. Yeah. I'm telling you, when she accidentally put sour cream all over that bagel, that's where she peaked. She ate it and she didn't realize it until she finished. Not but until the last sour bite. Cream on that. Also, it's Omar, crazy. she got to the last bite and realized, I think I've been eating sour cream on this bagel. And then, what do you think she did with the last bite? You think she threw it out? Or you think nope. she nope. threw it right down her throat? <laughs> she goes, "Yep." And so. then there was actual cream cheese later, and I was like, God, yeah, no, do, do I have another day. bagel? Yeah. <laughs> do this, right? So here's the thing. If you lose to Allie right now, just understand you lost to someone who ate an entire bagel with sour cream yes. confused until the last bite. So you really still have lost. Andy, La Habra, how goes it? 
How's it going, brother? How are you guys doing in the morning? We're doing fine. I'd love to pay you 100 bucks of Ali's money, especially on a thrifty Thursday. For El Cheapo to pay the people, there's nothing better. To date, she's given away thousands of dollars of her own money just because she needs the validation that she knows about the news. She will leave the studio right now, sequester okay. herself. i got five questions about stuff going on in the world. Score quickly and confidently and do better than Ali, and we pay you immediately. Your round of Ali Knows the News starts right now. Ali Knows the News. Uh, move over, Barbie. The next doll that will be the star of its own movie has been announced. Which doll will be getting its own movie? Um, Cinderella. Question number two. Pretty sure that movie. Pretty sure that movie came out already many years ago. But okay. Question two. Uh, the Super Bowl will be returning to Southern California, back at SoFi Stadium. What year will the Super Bowl be back to SoCal? 2027. Go to question number three. This iconic downtown Los Angeles hotel apparently is going to permanently close in January. Which hotel is it? Um, but yeah, pass. That's a pass right there. Go to question number four. This rock star said he's officially done boycotting Bud Light. Which rock star said, I'm no longer boycotting Bud Light? Travis Baker. And finally, Travis Baker. It's the worst cover band of Blink ever. And we go to final final question, uh, question number five. Early versions of this cartoon character are now set to become public domain, which I think is crazy because I think any of us can now use them without being sued for copyright infringement. Which cartoon character is it? Mickey Mouse. Great guess. All right, let's bring Allie back in. Say nothing else. We'll score it together. You do better than Allie. She instantly gives you 100 bucks, making everyone just a little bit richer. What a way to start the day. Allie? Yeah. You said you don't feel good. You don't have to do great to beat this guy, but I still feel like there's a chance you lose 100 bucks. So here we go. Question. Oh, sorry. You heard that? Sorry, Andy. I didn't want you to hear that insult. Question number one. Allie. Yeah. Move over, Barbie. Uh, the next doll that will be getting a movie made after it has been announced. Uh, which doll is getting its own movie next? Is it American Girl, since we were talking about it? That is absolutely correct. Woo! And I'll say, who, they better, need tea, I'll be who there. better to comment on it than the person who used to serve tea to the dolls at the American Girl Doll Cafe at the Grove, um, Allie's first job in L.A., and her saddest job in L.A. by no, far. No, it was not my saddest job in L.A. Oh, that's what we're doing and currently. And I will be running craft services for the American Girl Doll movie. Uh, he did not guess that, so uh, Allie is up one nothing. He said Cinderella. We go to question number two. Ali, uh, the Super Bowl will be returning mm-hmm. to Southern California. It's back at SoFi. Yeah. Uh, what year is the Super Bowl back Ooh, here? I think it's 2027. All right. He said that as well. 2027. Super Bowl returns. Ali is up two to one over Andy playing for 100 bucks cash. We go to question number three. This iconic hotel... Oh. In downtown Los Angeles, apparently it's going to be shutting its doors yeah. down in January, closing. Uh, the Ace Hotel. Ace Hotel. Such a bummer. I I think we're still promoting shows that are upcoming there, so I don't know what's happening. I guess the venue is going to stay open, but the rebranding, but that oh. is that is correct. The Ace Hotel. Ali got that right. Unfortunately, Andy did not. We go to question number four. This rock star says he's done boycotting Bud Light. Kid Rock. Kid Rock is correct. He's done. He said, that's it. What I'm a done. Dumbass. And I think he was done boycotting it when people got a bunch of pictures of him drinking it a- anyway. Remember? Because yeah. he was saying. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, 
I get, I don't agree with him boycotting it or right. anything, but if you're going to do, just stick to it. Right, I agree. It seems like a don't very... Don't be like shooting cans one day and then pounding cans the next day. Uh, and the final question, Allie's up by quite a bit now. It's going to be tough for you to come back, but this is the last question. Early versions of this cartoon character are set to become part of the public domain, meaning that you can use them without the fear of being sued for copyright infringement. Uh, is it Bugs Bunny? No. He got it. Mickey Mouse. Oh, damn. I Mickey know. Mouse is going to be public domain? Mickey Mouse is that old. Hey, uh, you put in a de- decent effort. Unfortunately, you've hung up on yourself, as you should have, because Allie has beaten you, and she holds on to 100 bucks of her own money. And Allie, what must you now proudly boast over the airwaves of K-Rock? I know the news. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> you got that wrong. That was my bagel. Allie's just lost another one. That was my... How could I do so well and still feel like a loser? All right, thank you, Foo Fighters. We are Klein Alley Show. Good morning. We got a lot going on today. If you, um, a little bit later today, we're going to hear your stories. The most important thing you overslept. Yesterday, I missed the beginning of the show. I was sleeping. Oopsies. Happens from time to time. This is not an important thing. This is just a dumb show. But in your life, you will probably miss at least one or two very important things because your body just said, F it, I got to sleep. Well, our, our, uh, we just learned yesterday that Dave Grohl slept through an entire recording session he was supposed to do with um, Boy Genius. Yep. So everyone at some point, you would think, I mean, there's certain people you meet that sleep through a lot of important things, and they're called unemployable. But the reality is that at some point, you will sleep through something important, even if it happens later in the day, sometimes... I used to do that move where I'd be like, if I knew it was going to be a late night, I was like, all right, I'm going to sleep from 8 until 10, then I'm going to get ready and go out. Oh, my God, that's a terrible idea. Terrible. And sometimes, it well, it used to work great because I would, like, wake up and be ready to go, but then sometimes you sleep through whatever the fun thing you were going to go to was, and you're like, oh, man, I blew it. Yeah, I do remember you doing that a few times. So we'll get to that later this morning, uh, the most important thing you've slept through. I already saw quite a few DMs about it, and people that every, slept through everything from the birth of their child to someone slept through their wedding, the beginning of their wedding ceremony. What? Yeah, we'll get to that later today. Uh, also, has it been a bad week for fingers? You know, we learned at Acoustic Christmas the reason that the Chili Peppers had to push their show back until March 2nd, the March 2 redo back at the Forum, is because guitarist John Frusciante broke his finger. And you would think, it, as far as all injuries go... We've all, I mean, breaking the finger happens quite regularly. They're such, they're so breakable, these fingers. Even when you go to the doctor for a broken finger, they're like, no. Nah. Right. But <laughs> they're but, like, I could tape it to the other finger, but yeah. it's not really going to matter. So you, just, you regular know, go people, about your day. If you're just a regular person, broken finger, you just kind of go on with your life. But if you're an NFL quarterback, like uh, the Chargers quarterback, he's done for the season now. Justin be- Herbert. Because he broke his finger. Yeah, and he had to have, like, surgery on the finger. John, for Shanti, Red Hot Chili Peppers guitarist, they can't play live shows for six weeks, broken finger. Remember Travis Barker had to miss shows because he, something happened to his finger? Well, his finger popped right out of the skin Ah! casing. I mean, it was wild. And I actually don't think he did, I think he was told to miss shows, but I still think he was like, forget it, I'm just going to show up and drum anyway. Right, so when do you play through? That's when do you play through with a broken finger? So, Allie, you, as you know, as a lesbian, Allie said there's no more important body part on the planet than a finger, and we'll get to that later this morning as well. Uh, we'll do that. Uh, obviously, Jake was in downtown L.A. for the Depeche Mode Day, met a bunch of fans, and we wanted to see if Depeche Mode fans would correct him on anything, because, you know, you would think of all of the fans out there. Oh, they're ravenous. Ravenous fans. And I bet they traveled long distances to go to that Depeche Mode Day. And I'm so glad you brought that up because he did talk to this one person. Our plan was how many fake things can Jake say about Depeche Mode and the fans will correct him or they will not go along with it? Like, at what point will they not be defend like, Depeche Mode? Listen to this. This is a fan that traveled many hours to be here. And, uh, and Jake, of course, made up some crazy stat. And listen to this. What's your name? Feffy. Sorry? Feffy. 
Fair feet? Yeah, I'm from Argentina, so uh, that's why I have are, do you do you live in LA? I live in the Central Coast. It's four hours away from here. So you just came for Depeche Mode Day? Yeah, absolutely. So a huge Depeche Mode fan. Absolutely. Uh, what are your feelings about the city of Los Angeles diverting funds from homelessness to pay for this day? <laughs> I hope it goes well. They should. So it's worth. They should. Oh, absolutely. See, they will never say anything. <laughs> Negative about the Pesh mode. Now that's not true. <laughs> they should. Yeah, All she right. was. She was on board with that though. D- divert more funds from the homeless. <laughs> I'm sure it's not any better than the Central Coast. He said so many ridiculous things. Hold on, let me sh- let me play you this. We're gonna I love th- it. She had like one second where she was like, uh, and then she was like, great. They <laughs> <laughs> should do it. Hold on, let me see if this this is going to be problematic. I think so. Jake just started a bunch of rumors about the Pesh mode. Omar is a huge Depeche mode fan. I don't think Omar even stands by this bit we did. But here oh, is. Oh, I love this. Here I think is, they would find it extremely funny too. By the way, Depeche uh-huh. mode would find it very funny. Oh, totally. Because yeah. but listen, this is uh, so. This is Jake starting rumors now. Do you have any comment about Dave Gahan revealing he has Asperger's this morning? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's great. I think it's great. <laughs> Listen to the fans. The fans are like so on board. It doesn't matter. Like, do you have any comment about Dave Gahan revealing he has Asperger's this morning? I think it's great. That, you know, to see that um, everybody's being more open about you know uh, what their status is. <laughs> yeah. What do you feel about Depeche Mode Day forever being in the shadow of Taylor Swift's birthday? Who? Oh, <laughs> oh man! Snap! Those Depeche Mode fans. Well, this congratulations, is, Dave Gahan, on your Asperger's. Yeah, it was very brave of you to announce that publicly yesterday. Uh, Cannon's loving you, K-Rock. Cannon's on K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. Good morning. If you need us, 800-520-1067. Tomorrow morning is when we do the live show. If you're just hearing about this, we will be in Calabasas at Sagebrush Cantina, also known as Sagebrush Cat. Some people leaving us messages to remind us that as we head to their neighborhoods, we should be careful, Allie. Klein, Allie, this is Tanya known to Klein as Tonia, all the way from Calabasas. I'm calling to give you guys a few survival tips when you come into my town on Friday. Okay. Everyone knows the mean streets of Calabasas, so we need to be on the ready. And Al, you don't live too far from Calabasas anyway. No, so it's, it's going to of... take me six minutes to get to work for once. Oh, man, I should sleep over at your place. Vanessa is. Vanessa's sleeping over? You guys are having yeah. a slumber party right tonight? Right, Dad, too? Yeah. We're sleeping over. Are you nervous, uh, Vanessa, that Allie's going to get all lesbo and stuff? No, not at all. She won't. Yeah, Allie, I will. You should be. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> will. Allie's planning on it. <laughs> you still want to? I don't have any broken fingers. You still want to stay there? <laughs> <laughs> you want to help Allie break a finger tonight, that dude? No. All right. You sure? Yes. Okay. Still better than commuting. Tomorrow, exactly. tomorrow it'll be dead, dead tooth and dead finger at the live show. Can't wait for that. Here we go. First of all, it's going to be cold. It's going to be so cold. It's going to be cold as a mother. It's usually anywhere from 5 to 10 degrees colder than where you're at. Okay, whatever. What what do we have to prepare for this? Is this a joke? I mean, she's not wrong, but it's not like it's a big deal. I got in my car this morning and said it was 42. Yeah. That was like probably same at my uh, so house. Is that, so according to her math, it's going to be 32 in Calabasas tomorrow morning? It's no. going to be snowing cold? No. Well, that's what she said. No, it won't be. Well, listen to Tonia. So you better bundle the F up. It's going to be cold. Next, it's going to be very dark. Not many. Students. I mean, what is this, Allie? Does she know you guys are going to be inside in a building, yeah. like you know, an actual establishment. She you know what? Like you guys are just going to be hanging out outside somewhere. It's going to be nighttime, so be prepared. And by the way, 
you know, this is a K-Rock operation, so who really knows? We could show up there and be outside. That's what happened at uh, Pink's, remember well, that? Well, there is we a outside. very large outside area, so I, I actually don't think it's unheard of that we would be outside. So she's telling us at 6 in the morning it's going to be cold and dark, and she felt the need to call and tell us this. Like, we're such idiots, we can't process she that ourselves. talk about the stabbings and the robberies? Not many streetlights in Calabasas, <laughs> and if there are, Jesus. they are very <laughs> orange, yellow, so you can't really see too well. Okay. I, I can't tell if this is a joker. I think she's taking this seriously. Should we talk about the fog? Because that's important. The next thing. The guy with the machete. Don't worry about uh. him because LAPD took him out. Okay, so we don't have to worry about the yeah, guy that was walking gone. around. The machete guy. At least the first guy. But there could be a sequel. And plus, that was really Woodland Hills, but he crossed a, he crossed the street, and then he was in Calabasas. <laughs> it was really supposed to be the sheriff's, but it was LAPD. Anyhow, he's gone. Don't need to worry about him. Thank God. One. I love that people in Calabasas are, like, placing blame on Woodland Hills. Yeah, yeah, we're not taking credit. That guy credit. was from Woodland Hills. <laughs> the machete okay. guy is not and Calabasas. And he came over here. Next. Klein, you love pizza. There is the most kick-ass pizza place, not in Calabasas, <laughs> but in Agora Hills. Two dollars. When you guys are done Two with dose, the show, yeah. if you want to go... I'll take you there. It's I won't great. pay for you, Thank but you. I'll take you there. Very generous. <laughs> Our listeners are the I'll best. I'll be your Google Maps. Thank you. Next, after that, there's great places to drink. Okay, I, I don't need this message anymore. <laughs> I mean, thank you. Uh, hopefully, don't come, that woman. She's uninvited. It's come a on. low of 51 tomorrow. The what? What's the low? 51. Well... You guys are saying very different things. This woman says it's going to be uh, frigid, like uh, being a, a Green Bay or something. <laughs> so, Look, the thing is, it's like goes- any other bar, but it's a cool bar. It's a biker bar. It's a bar that a lot of people are at on any given weekend in Calabasas, and a lot of people day drink, and it's going to be a good time. That's all There's you need There's a great to know. Italian place. I won't pay for it, but okay. I'll take you guys <laughs> oh there, and God. I'll show you where it is. <laughs> so that's... That's your survival guide to Calabasas the and then hell? getting into Agora Hill. So just remember, <gasps> okay. it's going to be cold as a mother. Uh, thank you for the message greatly. Now we I know. also know a great deli. Okay. I'm not going to pay for it, right, but I'll it. take you there. Uh, so anyway, tomorrow we will be there and hopefully you join us. Bring an unwrapped toy so we can do some good. Back after this you can quick hit break. this woman with it? I can bring a toy to hit this woman <laughs> in the face with. Something very hard if you cut it sharp. All right, be right back. Hey, Rock. Klein Alley show in the K-Rock studios right now. Tomorrow at this time, though, we'll be uh, apparently outside of Sagebrush Cantina. Freezing your ass off. We'll be very cold. We've just learned from a local there in Calabasas. Expect the uh, temperatures to drop into the uh, below freezing area. south. Of, but hey, it's going to be a good time. We're going to warm you up. Take shots. Booze will uh, make everything better, and we got lots to look forward to tomorrow. Some people are calling this our Double Dill Sember event. Uh, that's right, the return of K-Rock. Oh, those nips are going to be so hard. Double Dill Sember mm-hmm. with Jake the Nerd and and his giant ma- uh, mommy milkers, as people like to refer to them as. Uh, he'll be there on full display tomorrow. So get ready to enjoy our show fully erect. And get felt up by some bikers. Yeah, it's going to be a great time. Shake it, shake it. That's right. Uh, <laughs> what's going on in the world? Let's get your news. Grab your Adderall. It's time for ADD News. And I'm glad no one knows about my herpes. Oops. All right, we've shared the details of many flash mob and smash and grab robberies that have taken place locally this year. Hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of merchandise has been stolen over the last year. And as we wrap the year, a couple of things are happening. Not only are they beginning to catch some of the thieves that have been stealing all of this stuff, they're figuring out exactly what's happening with the stolen the stolen merchandise after they steal it. And they have found that other retailers are guilty of knowingly buying stolen merchandise to put in their stores. 
So, like, undercover cops are going up to other stores, and they're like, hey, do you want to buy some stolen merch that we robbed from Nordstrom? And they're like, okay. Oh. And then they're putting it in their stores. So now they're arresting some retailers who are buying some of the stolen merch knowing that it's stolen merch. And then another place, it was a plumbing business, and they found that they had, like, $500,000 worth of, like, Home Depot, Lowe's, like, you know, all this equipment that they had been stealing from these big hardware stores and putting it in their little plumbing business. They found like 500 grand worth of stuff there and 30 grand in cash and a gun. So some of these businesses, it's not like it's way more organized than we even ever thought. Yeah, I guess I'm so simple that I would have thought you steal something because you want said thing. I would always, when I would watch the Smash and Grabbers running out of the mall with, you know, 17 Nike sweatshirts, I would think to You're myself. You're like, well, they need more hoodies. Yeah, I would, I, yeah, I would think that, that they're just going to use these hoodies then to Rob dress the up for, for the next drop. And I, I never really understood the end game. I didn't realize they were trying to do the resale. And of course, I thought they'd put some on offer up and they would, you know, try to sell to their friends and just make a quick 20 bucks. Right. But the idea that they're reselling back into, you know, retail. And smaller retailers that, like, you know, some of these guys struggle to stay open. Sure. And people don't go in-store as much, right? And when you're buying online, you're usually buying from really big companies and less mom-and-pop shops. So it makes sense that if you're trying to survive and, you know, it's, hey, 20 bucks per Nike sweatshirt rather than 100 bucks per Nike sweatshirt when you're buying it, it makes sense that you would take somebody up on that offer. All right, everyone knows a music festival and loves a music festival, but comedy festivals are a relatively new creation. Netflix, this lineup is crazy. Yeah, Netflix is a joke, has been doing it really well ever since they started doing this, and they've announced their lineup for the next one, and I think telling you who's not in it will probably take up less time. It's everybody. Jerry Seinfeld, Trevor Noah, Ali Wong, David Letterman, Chelsea Handler, Chris Rock, Craig, Robins, uh, Craig Robinson, Cat Williams, and Dane Cook. Yeah, I mean, the list is really insane. I mean, uh, we put po- Rob Schneider on there. We posted it, I'm sure. If not, it's, uh, they got to redo the whole festival. I feel okay. like if he just performed, they wouldn't even notice at that they, point. Uh, <laughs> just like, did we ask you? Okay, great, get up there. I think uh, Seth Rogen is going to smoke the Hollywood Bowl. So that's one of the main things. <laughs> it's like venues all over Southern California with uh, great comedians. And I don't. it doesn't start happening until, what is it, March or May or something? May 2nd through the 12th, yeah. 2024. So you better believe we'll get our hands on some tickets to these cool things. Yeah, and I'm sure. We'll hook you up just by listening to K Rock. But uh, yeah, what a great announcement to come out yesterday from Netflix. 330 comedians. It's unbelievable. <laughs> and it's going to be like Klein said the Bowl, the Greek, the Dolby, the Forum, the, Pel- the Palladium, the Orpheum, the Will Turn, Hollywood Improv, Largo, pretty much every place, every venue in LA. We got into a discussion yesterday on the bonus podcast about what is the best venue to see a show in Southern California. And someone uh, was not happy about our, we left the place off the list. Yo! Fine, Ali. Love you guys. Um, but you guys said Southern California best venue, Pomona Glass House. Yo, Cannon just played there. Dope. We did not mention the uh, Glass House in Pomona. That did not make our list. We were okay, talking we're about in. all. Well, there. Uh, it's once, fine. It, uh, it's not great. Omar, this, this guy's got such pride, like, man. Yeah. Best one in LA. Uh, we kick off a brand new hour of the show right now. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the world-famous K-Rock. Hell yeah, welcome to the Prequend on a Thursday morning. We are Klein Alley Show. If you're new to the show, nice to meet you. I'm Klein, there's Alley right there. Hello. We got Jake the Nerd. What's up? DJ Omar Khan. Hello. In the back, Postmaster Johnny taking your calls at 800-520-1067. And there she is, known as Dead Tooth, producer Vanessa. We will all be out on full display tomorrow for you to point and mock us in all of our glory at the Sagebrush Cantina. In fact, hold on. Someone on the phone now claims that they are there as we speak. Hey, did you get, Tim, did you get the day wrong or what's going on? No, dude, I just wanted to be good in line and, uh, before everybody else. I got to get me one of those T-shirts, you know. You're in line 24 hours in advance for our broadcast tomorrow? Oh, yeah. I mean, I got here last night, but yeah. What? <laughs> Are you homeless? Uh, I can't answer that, but... Um... You can't answer that. Sounds Why like that's, that's a yes. Do you, have sure. a, do you have a machete? <laughs> <laughs> Not as big as a machete, but... Okay. Uh, All right, great. Uh, Wonderful. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to well, meet welcome. you. welcome. How's the weather there right now? We were told fr- freezing. Okay. Right, right, right. So, uh, well, I'm, I'm nice and warm in my home, but um, it looks like it's about maybe 55 out there, maybe. I don't know. All right. Well, we did Are find... Are you in a tent? For real? I'm sorry? Are you in a tent? No, 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 no. I'm in a vehicle. Oh, okay. Oh, you live in your car. Oh, that's cool. Nothing wrong with that. What kind of car you live in? It's a Dodge Ram pickup truck. Nice. Oh, nice. This guy's a real man, Allie. This guy's a I real love man. a real man. Yeah, Allie loves a real man. <laughs> Nothing makes Allie hotter than a real man. All right, hold on. I don't on. have any broken fingers either. All right, well, we'll get to that Thank later you. in the show. Thank you. That's uh, Tim. Already first in line. That guy's probably going to get himself Crazy. a client Allie show shirt. I would get in line right now. I mean, listen, it sounds like there's a lot of other people around him. Tim, is there, is there any... <laughs> Can you hear? Can you hear I mean, barely hear you over the crowd. It's hard to tell what is uh, people waiting for our show and who was in downtown LA for Depeche Mode yesterday. The crowds were very yeah. similar in size. Anyway, that's happening tomorrow. Um, once again, Sagebrush Canteen. If you can make it out, you don't have to come for the whole show, but we will be doing a live performance with Lovely the Band as we share the love with Lovely the Band and uh, raise some toys for Toys for Tots. All right, this hour on the show, what is the most important thing you've slept through in your entire life? We'll get to those calls in a moment, 800-520-1067. And um, the prank that we pulled on Allie, it's taken uh, three months now. We've been collecting audio of Allie thinking that she was auditioning for commercials and voiceover jobs, only to realize it was us effing with her the whole time. Yep, and I found out about this yesterday. Actually, a few people have been texting in this morning wondering when we were going to get into that. So we'll get to that uh, coming up this hour on K-Rock. If you need us... Love the interaction, 800-520-1067. To join the live show, you can call, you can text. We're Klein Alley Show, K-Rock. Thank you, Chili Peppers. Already looking forward to the March 2 redo, and hopefully John Frashanti's finger's getting better. It's been a tough week for fingers later this morning. 
We will uh, get to your calls. You broke your finger, but you played through. It's difficult for NFL quarterbacks. It's difficult for rock and roll guitarists because when a finger breaks, that's the end of the season or that's the beginning of a long time off, which is happening for the Chili Peppers. But for you and me and regular people, break fingers, break toes, just keep on going. We'll get to that later this morning. Uh, coming up later this hour, though, the uh, things that you slept through, the most important thing that you slept through, what was it? We'll take those calls in just a moment at 800-520-1067. It's uh, the time of the year where people start to take a look at their lives and decide, should I make a resolution for 2024? And a lot of times, if you know your resolution is going to be like quit smoking or whatever, then you decide that I've got about two and a half good weeks right now to smoke as much as I can before that resolution begins. Mm -hmm. I think the experts usually say... You're supposed to start whatever resolution you plan on doing in January. You're supposed to ease into it now because that whole concept of going cold turkey on something is the biggest success. Is the biggest uh, risk of failure. Well, cold t- turkey or full turkey. Like if you're going to start exercising, and then January first hits, and you're like workout, 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 like every single day, then you're burnt out after two weeks and you give up. But if right. you do like little things, like hey, I'm going to go for a walk, or I'm going to lift one weight today, then you can kind of ease into it, and then it becomes less overwhelming. Yeah, I've already been lifting a lot of dead weight today just by being here on the hey! show. And I'll tell you what, like uh, look, I'm the, not that bad. By the time that January first rolls around, I think I'll be right in the rhythm. But they're saying that this is really the week when you're supposed to be easing into whatever resolution you want to do. So if it's like, I want to start eating healthier, you're not supposed to just eat like a pig for the next three weeks and then decide January 1st, now is when I go all acai bowls. Like yeah, but nobody to wants doing... to start on a health kick when the holidays are happening. Right, but we've already talked about it. And all, every month, there's a reason why you wouldn't want to be doing a health kick. Or every month, there's a reason why you don't want to be like, you know, they talk about like sober October or, or dry January. And you go, yeah, but there's so many good things. And then you're like, well, let's do February. That's the shortest month. And you go, yeah, but the Super Bowl's usually in February. Yeah. And you have like... And then St. Patrick's Day's in March, so you right. can't be sober for that. And, and, and then you have Easter, and you have to be drunk for that because you're with your family. You don't really have to be drunk for that. No, but they, I think that he would have wanted it that way, Jesus. But they're saying that... Uh, I mean, the guy did make wine, right, out of water. I yeah. Mean, he was upgrading water. But, Allie, the reality is this. They're saying that for the first time ever now, more people find that New Year's resolutions are obsolete. They are. It's dated. The whole practice, the concept of, I'm going to make a resolution, even if it's one little thing, that people are saying, why would I even do that anymore? It used to feel like everyone... Well, I think it still feels good even if you do give up on it. Doesn't it feel nice at the beginning of the year? You feel like you have a fresh start. You feel like you have hope again. And, you know, you've got some goals on your mind. You're kind of reviewing how the last year was and, you know, all the crap that you ate and did. Like, I think there's some benefit to it even if you give up. Yeah, but then if you give up, then don't you feel like you let yourself down and then by February 1st you feel like a total loser? And if you never Yeah, but then even... you forget about it by March and then by the end of the year, I don't remember what my New Year's resolution was for this year, do you? No, but I think last year we forced resolutions on each other because uh. the hardest thing to do is to come up with how you want to improve yourself. But it's much better when we force each other. And I think like... I don't, I don't remember when it was, but I think like you guys forced me to not look at porn or something like that. Was that... Yeah, well, clearly we all really followed through. It lasted a week or so. I mean, Omar, don't you take your New Year's resolution seriously? Don't you have like a whole goals of 2024 thing right um, now? I don't have goals of 2024 yet. But yeah, for 2023, I set a couple of uh, New Year's resolutions and I stuck to one of them, which was reading. And uh, that one turned out pretty good. See? I finished about five books this there year. There you go. You read five books this entire year? Yeah. 
unbelievable. And big ones, like and, over 400 pages. And you, what? And you didn't, you yeah. really read them. You didn't do what Allie did, which is listen to them and claim she read them. <laughs> that right? is that's the right. Same. Yeah, no, I really yeah. read them. Yeah. Yeah. Allie, how Dave many? Grohl read his book to me. Uh, no, that's, that's <laughs> not. Matthew Perry read his book to me. Okay, Al- Allie, how many books did you read this year? A lot, more than five, because I commute every okay. day. Once and again, that's, that's not my, reading. I, I read for hours. Maybe every your day. resolution should be to read something. Maybe, no. maybe make that your resolution. I'm going to listen more. Uh, we'll take a super quick break. When we get back, I'm seeing calls on already. 800-520-1067. The most important thing you slept through. We'll reward our favorite. It's time for you to go ahead and cleanse your soul before we get into the new year. K-Rock, we are Klein Alley Show. Perhaps you're just waking up right now. Maybe you're realizing it's almost 7.30 and you've overslept and missed something super important you were supposed to do today. At some point in your life, you will sleep through something. Usually they're insignificant things. Showing up late to work because you overslept, that happens from time to time. But is it the day where it's like the most important day? Where the big, big, big boss is in and you're like, man, that was the wrong day to sleep in. Well, I remember the first time I slept through a show and I was terrified. And it was because I was hungover in Vegas and I, have, I slept through the entire thing. I have audio And I, I missed my flight. I miss, And it was the first show that I had missed. And it was like, you know, I was still relatively new to radio and I was panicking inside. This was me calling Allie in Las Vegas when she overslept and missed her flight. Hello? <laughs> yep. Uh, I said, are you coming in today? And this is what she said. It's, it's, no, yes, wait. She mm-hmm. was in I ra- still thought it was Saturday. Rare form. At that time. Well, no, you said this to me. Yeah, but checkout's at 11. Yep. Checkout's <laughs> at 11. She knew when checkout was. <gasps> Wasn't going to get that late checkout fee, Klein. Yeah, and then she made this random noise. Um, oh. That's that was, the sound of someone who slept well. That was a good stretch. But that's also. Um, I sound good. Hello? I sound good. Hello. Well said. You sure do. What is the most important thing you slept yeah. through? Pete, the number here is 800-520-1067. What happened? Uh, I lost $750,000 while I was asleep. How? Why? How? <laughs> well, I was up in uh, the Silicon Valley in the 2000s, like in the first dot-com boom, and I owned this stock in this company. It was like $50 a share. I, I had just sold my company, $750,000. The company schedules an earnings call for like two o'clock. They're going to announce profitable. We're doing really well. Everything's fine. I put my head on the pillow. I take a nap. I wake up. The stock is at two cents a share. It's worth it. It went from $50 a share to two cents a share. The company announced we're under investigation by the SEC. Oh, no. Oh, that I feel so bad. you just bad. go back to sleep at that point? You go, if I had been up a little <laughs> bit sooner, I could have avoided all of this. I could have saved myself at least, half, what, half? Sell it all. I mean, that's the part that's crazy you don't realize at the time because you think it's just a nap or I'm just going to go lay down for a little bit. 714 said, I missed my only chance to have a threesome with my ex and her best friend. I went to the bedroom to, quote, get ready, passed out, woke oh. up in the morning, they apparently to found some s- other really happy guy. Some other, guy, <laughs> some other guy, and the guy slept through a threesome. Oh. Like he'll never be able to get that back. I mean, yeah. yeah, sure, maybe it'll come around again. But like he had a chance. It was all there. All he did was go to the room and get ready. There's a giant bed. Sometimes you're like, man, I'm just gonna lay down for a second. And then boom, next thing you know, you miss your threesome. Some of the many responses on our Instagram and on the text line. Somebody slept through the Northridge earthquake, one of the biggest earthquakes that's ever. <laughs> 
I get so mad. When I, sleep, I get so mad when I sleep through an earthquake. Yeah, I, and that's all those are like little ones. Like this was a huge earthquake. Right, right, right. Everyone's got their story about what happened and this and that. And this guy's like, ah, I'm sleeping, <laughs> missed the whole stupid thing. Uh, let's see. This person said that they they go to the Rose Bowl parade every single year, and they were on the streets sleeping so that they didn't miss it and got the best view, and they just kept sleeping the entire Rose Bowl parade. <laughs> oh, man, what a bummer. <laughs> that's a great sleeper right there. There's some people <laughs> that are like, like top literal trumpets and yeah. everything. Yeah, that's a tough thing to sleep. All star sleeper right there, and that's one of Omar's top five favorite parades. Uh, I want to do it. Yeah, I want to do it one year. Dip was deployed in Afghanistan in 08, and I slept through a whole mortar attack. That's what? Great, that's great insane. I'm telling you, there are people. I don't know who's built like this. I used to be, not anymore. Where they they are once they're done, they're done, and nothing will wake them. And I'm so jealous of these people. But on the flip side, they are the ones. Like a lot of people on the text lines slept through flights. Sat down at some chair at the airport waiting for my flight, fell asleep, woke up, and flight was already in the air. That happens a lot. That's a big one right there. Guy said, slept through the birth of my child. Uh, not my fault. Kid came late. Wife was in labor for two days, so I passed out. I thought they'd come and get me, but they never did. She didn't realize me at the end of it. It's like all the obvious stuff you would expect. The big things you sleep through. Uh, 909 said, my mom slept through 9-11 and woke up the next morning getting ready her for her reservation in the restaurant at the South Tower. Oh, come on. She's getting ready, going, well, I've got some reservations, some just doop-a-doop, and they're oh. like, that's gone completely. Oh, that's wild. You missed all of it. 800-520-1067. This is Muse. Thanks, Muse. It's K-Rock, we're Klein Alley's show. Most important thing you slept through. Let's wrap these up. we got more to get to, and the great prank we've been pulling on Alley for the past few months will uh, all be unveiled in just a moment. She is so angry because now she's questioning if anything she did was legitimate over the past few months. Oh, Turns and out- it was a lot of time spent. And and hope that I would book the job that never existed. Great pranks involve lots of time and lots of broken dreams, right? We can all agree. Uh, Jay, what's up? Sweet dibbit. Sweet dibbit. I used to to go to Vegas for Super Bowl every year with my buddies. Uh, A couple years ago when the Patriots played the Falcons, they had the biggest comeback of all time in Super Bowl history. I was passed out on the toilet for the entire second half. Oh, man. What a great comeback. That was amazing. The 28-3 comeback against the Falcons was so good. Yeah, the highlights apparently looked good. Uh, I missed most of it, but it will. Yeah, that's always a rough one, too, because whenever that that gets brought up so often, it was one of those memorable things, and you only know that you felt passed out on a toilet. By the way, talk about Mush. That was the first game that I ever bet on. Oh, and you and you took uh, you took the Falcons, I th- right? Yeah, yeah. I remember. I think you. Put and that- I felt so good at halftime. I was like texting you, like, yes. "Haha, it's in the bag." I remember that. It's funny. You you want to look at the beginning of Allie's mush powers? I think that game, which was I think the that was gra- the first bet I ever asked you to place for. Allie put in a bet, and she said, "I just am so sick of Tom Brady. It's going to be the Falcons." And when they when they started winning, she I think she sent me a text at halftime and said, "You want to pay me now?" Yeah. And I think that was the beginning of her mush powers. Yep. It was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, Matthew, what happened? Hey, yeah, so I clumped into work and I pretty much slept in my whole shirt. What kind oh. of job do you have? Brain, brain surgeon? or? Uh, no, I was a graveyard stalker, so I ended up clocking in, saying, yeah, I'm going to take my 15 early, went to my truck outside and just slept through my whole 10-hour shift. Yeah, we had a 911 operator hit us up on the text line that said they fell asleep. 
which is tough to. Yeah, you're waiting. What's around. your emergency? Can uh, you get to it actually a little quicker? It then? happens. Uh, listen, thank you for the calls. Thanks for the interaction. Uh, later this morning, we'll find out how you played through with a broken finger because apparently that's the biggest injury of the week. It's happening to uh, rock and roll stars. The Chili Peppers had to postpone their set with us because of a broken finger, and uh, the Chargers are out a quarterback this season because of a broken finger. So we'll get to that coming up next hour. But after Lincoln Park, Allie, we will listen to what you did. It's a fool. You, do you feel foolish? Well, you know what? It's just, it's embarrassing because you're playing what I'm, you know, submitting to a potential, you know, I'm, I'm sending this stuff to my agent too, which is also embarrassing because they're listening to auditions that never even were sent to me. You, you understand? Yeah, no, we so they're understand. having to listen to we, things that they never even scripts that they never sent to me, and they're probably just thinking I'm insane. The last time we did this prank to Allie, which was a few months, we have to wait many months to do it, so she forgets we do it. Was when she gave us this world famous catchphrase. Now I rip nasty all day, every day. Do you remember Rip Nasty started with a fake script God, that we gave you right. about someone that was uh, bloated? You thought you were doing a medicine commercial for some sort of constipation? For gas, yeah. And that's gas where really. Allie dropped this line. I rip nasty all day, every day. And we said we wanted it done, delivered like a sexy influencer type, but who had gas, and Allie gave us that. <gasps> so get ready for the Christmas-themed holiday VO prank on Allie. It will be... Um, Fun for everyone except for her, and we'll do it after Lincoln Park Lost. Right here, K-Rock. All right, K-Rock, Glenn Ellie Show. She's so mad. I can see it in her face already. It's an annual tradition around here now, but we have to kind of move it around so that we keep you on your toes. But uh, Allie's not only just a part of this show. She's also a mom, a lesbian. <laughs> That's my biggest accomplishment. <laughs> Is being a mom. Ah, I hate when people say that. It's the worst. <laughs> it's like get better accomplishments. <laughs> so she also does but a lot. But this of, is something that is the, a hobby. It's a passion. Yeah. It's something that I like to do. You love doing your voice. It's my one last gra- gasp at, at, at having yeah having right. any kind of success in the acting world. So every week or so, Allie at some point takes a stack of papers that gets sent to her, and she's like, "I got to go into a studio and record some auditions for whatever. It could be a video game, it could be a car commercial. Who knows?" And sometimes she gets them, and she's all happy whatever well yeah wouldn't you be i mean think about your own hobby with your pie wine what if i sent you some kind of fake investor i get them all it's not a hobby Allie. it's a business it's a multi-billion dollar business okay and it's infancy is it making you any money not yet then it's a hobby it's not a hobby it's a business it was on shark tank i got zero sharks So in the, little cans. in the past, Ali has fallen for this a few times. What we have to do is we have to sneak yeah, in these she was fake. A tampon, remember? She, oh, I got the audio, Omar. Let me just oh, get, for people that are new to the show. This was one of the first fake auditions Ali did. It was around the holidays last year. Hi, I'm a lump of coal. Now she didn't end up booking that job because it wasn't a real job. We have to make fake commercials. It takes a lot of time on our part to make them seem like they're legitimate. So she does them, and then we just end up grabbing all the audio and rubbing it in her face. This was her thinking she was auditioning for a very important. Olive Garden commercial. Allie Johnson. I wish I had done more with my life, but here I am, dying alone. Olive Garden, when you're here, you're family. Now, once again, <laughs> terrible commercial, but funny that she... I'm not re- here to ask questions she, about the copy. Yeah, she really commits to it. She really mm-hmm. commits, and she thinks she's going to get all these. And the thing about Allie, which we love about her, is she's brimming with false confidence. <laughs> so whenever she does one of these... Audition. And desperation. Desperation. She thinks, 
I got another one. And this- I want to make a nice character choice so that I stand out among the pile. You know what I mean? Right. And, you know, is as bad and fake as these sound, it's nothing compared to the actual scripts right. when that Allie, are real because when they're he- bad. When you hear a commercial on K-Rock and you're like, oh, I auditioned for that role. Like when it's like someone singing about T-Mobile or someone that's juggling. Yeah, and I'm like bummed. Shally's like, I could have gotten that. I could have been that annoying voice. So we, uh, one of the fake jobs we gave her recently was when she thought she was auditioning to be the voice of a tampon in a tampon commercial and she gave us this classic line. Hey, I'm a tampon. <laughs> nice to meet you. So, you know, once again, we just used, <laughs> we just used these to, ru- to play them back to her. And Which gets- was not that crazy because I also auditioned for a maxi pad commercial last week. Right. So it's funny that these are all things that, you and know. I didn't book it, by the right. way. Hey, I'm a tampon. <laughs> nice to meet you. So she really committed to that, but didn't get that role. Then there was this one. I rip nasty all day, every day. So it's really easy to get out of to say anything. You just have to put it under the fake script of she's auditioning for a commercial and she'll do it. Can you at least say that I have some talent? Well, you haven't gotten any of these roles. I mean, let's well, be fair. Well, they jobs didn't exist. So here is uh, the holiday, newest holiday edition. Let's give you some of them right now. And Omar and I spent a lot of time getting these all cooked up and ready for you because we don't want you to call us out on it. One time, I think, in the middle of the script, you stopped and you said, I think this is fake. So we have to be very careful. This was uh, the holiday edition now. This is Allie auditioning to be Mrs. Claus in a White Claw commercial that didn't exist. Allie Johnson. Sure, my husband gets all the credit this time of year, but everyone knows that behind Santa Claus is Mrs. Claus. (laughs) And behind Mrs. Claus is White Claus. That's right. That's right. When the big man is out spreading joy, I'm throwing back some premium hard seltzer with a few of my favorite elves. Sometimes we even get a little out of control, and I get a North Pole in every hole. I am dreaming of a white Christmas. <laughs> oh, man. It, like, it, That's I, a good commercial. It, by Thank the way, you. I great, was ad-libbing. Great. Yeah, no one told you to make those sounds, by the way. You it's did. a funny commercial, but do you really think there at the end that White Claw, a huge company, would uh, you know sign off on something like that? I don't. I'm Again, I'm not there to ask questions. Omar, okay. I'm just yeah, there to yeah. read the script. We kind yeah. of the goal with us is always is how far can we push it before she'll finally right. call us out on it. And she lately, what we've learned is she's so desperate that she will record everything. I've also <laughs> happy holidays from White Claw. All right, so once again, like you made a lot of clever, creative yeah. choices there, but interesting that you. What uh, is she really drinking there at the end? By yeah, the way? What, yeah. What is, is that? That's what I'm insinuating, Omar. <laughs> yeah, the hard, the hard part is Allie's trying to play like she's a straight person right there. She's trying to do what this. I don't know how it works. <laughs> I think this is the noise that straight women make. I'm not sure. <laughs> Happy holidays from White Claw. <laughs> So there you go. That's Allie. Doing I would hire you. Thank you, yeah. Omar. Yeah, if if totally. only the White Claw were to pay for a commercial where Mrs. Claus turns into a, a drunken whore when her husband goes <laughs> to deliver packages. But you know what? I've also booked jobs on prank commercials. So, boom. Here is another one that Allie did. Uh, this is a, a PSA. We decided that um, there's a lot of PSAs this time. <laughs> this time. I forget which one this is. There's a few. By the way, some of them we don't even have. We, we have not gone through yet. There's other ones you've done that you don't even realize we were oh behind. God. This was Allie. Do you remember auditioning to be the voice of a germ? Oh. This was oh like God, two months that ago. That was a while ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I made a couple of character choices there. All right. right, let's. This was <laughs> Allie doing the voice of a germ. I'm actually proud of this. Are you? Go on, play it. This is not a real commercial. You were auditioning for us. Hi, I'm a germ. <laughs> 
Germs are a drag. Yeah. All right, hold on. Here we go. Hi, I'm a germ. Sure, you can't see me, but me and my friends are everywhere. And the only way to kill me is to wash those dirty-ass hands. Okay, now, <laughs> what what character choice did you make here? Loser girl. You, you should have booked it. You should have booked it. No, like I, I actually made a different character choice. That was my, like, kind of sad sack girl, but I made an, I think I did, like, a goblin one. Hold on, I gotta go through this. Some of this stuff is, it makes me sad to listen because to Because I like to give two takes, Klein. Yeah. And send me back to where I belong. Is that is that your take? Uh, hold on. Not even my parents want me. I think they oh. are. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this is so sad now. Just hold, your diary. Hold, hold, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Again, get, I'm giving them options. We have to take a break. We we can go through. Play like, my the, other take. I, I I think the other take is not there. I'm oh tell, come on! I think we I think we realized it wasn't even good enough for this show. <laughs> I think. Hold on. Yes. I, I I gotta take. We gotta take a break. We're way behind. We'll be right back. We got more show to get to. Allie's very hireable. She'll do anything apparently. I'm available. Former almost tampon, almost germ, <laughs> almost Mrs. Claus. The resume speaks for itself. The frequent is here tomorrow. Are you ready for the weekend? We will be doing it in the flesh at Sagebrush as we bring in the holidays with some toys for tots. Uh, share the love. Lovely. The band will be there. First 106 people get a Klein Alley Show limited edition T-shirt, which, as Ali said uh, many times, good luck reselling that because it's got our names on it. People already in line. Hey, Klein and Ali, How you doing? Tim out here at the um, Sagebrush Camp. Tina, you and uh, I'm first in line out here Great. waiting for you guys on Friday, so I'm camped out here. Well, don't worry. That means that we're down to 105 shirts now available, so that guy's got one claimed already. Get there. Uh, I look forward to seeing you tomorrow as we do some good for the community and, more importantly, get to spend some time together before the holidays. Right now, though, your news. Grab your Adderall. It's time for ADD News. Ooh, a ladybug. Hello, ma'am. Oh, sh- That's a spider. Run! So as far as sports announcers go, the ones that call NFL games are in pretty comfortable surroundings. Every time they cut to them, they're in a cushy, warm booth when everybody else is out on the field playing in the snow or in the rain. Now, hockey announcers, on the other hand, they are right there in the action. They're pretty close. They're pretty much on the ice. And here is a testament to how badass some of these announcers can be because one of them, this was during a Buffalo Sabres game, I believe, and the announcer got hit in the face with a hockey puck, and this is what happened. He just kept on going. And we're going to just check in on you, Rob. Yeah, you can check in. I'm all all good down here, Dan. Just trying to... Clean my glasses up a little bit so I can put them on and see through them. Are you going to need stitches before we fly yeah, them yeah, on? It, it will be, but that's that's fine. But I can't use my page anymore that I have my notes on because it's uh, kind of uh, littered it's in blood. Mess, yeah. Uh, yeah, we oh. kind of keep that to ourselves. But nothing. <laughs> that's awesome. But I mean, he couldn't use his papers because they were covered in blood. And if you see the video, which we can put on our Klein Alley Show page. He's just got this big gash in the middle of his forehead right between his eyes. So it obviously hit him right dead center. And the guy thinks he's got a pretty big head. So I think he was able to keep going. But if somebody... Dude, hit- you're adding insult to injury? What the heck are you doing, Allie? 
I'm just saying. Making fun of the guy's appearance now? I'm just saying he had a meaty head. I think that it was, was he had a head that could take it. Allie can say that because she also has a meaty head, so I feel like it's kind of one of those. It's It's meaty but small. Yeah, it's like (laughs) Allie can use the M word because she's one of them, you know? Uh, It's funny. Do you think that's better audio than, remember when this guy got hit uh, with a baseball during the uh, call? Remember this guy? 3-2, swung on, a pop foul back here. Ow! Ow! That was a great call as well. That was the highlight of the baseball season. And I think he kept going, too. He kept going. And that guy was ancient. And yeah. I, how, how meaty was his head, Allie, would you say? I'd say medium meat. All right. Fair enough. All right. When it comes to, speaking of medium meat, in and out Burger, we are very spoiled here in Southern California. There's a lot of locations. And some locations are actually offering free hot cocoa on rainy days throughout the holiday season. Unfortunately, you have to be 12 years or younger to receive that free hot cocoa. But, meanwhile, in Idaho... The new location just opened up, and again, this is Idaho. This is their only location. This is the new one. Everyone's been so excited about it. Think about the longest In-N-Out line you have ever waited in. Everyone, every day. How long do you think you've actually waited? You think the it's longest been an hour? In-N-Out line I waited in? No, not an hour because they're usually it's well. It seems like it's going to be an hour. It definitely feels like an hour, but but pro- it's like Disneyland where you're like, oh, it's going to be an hour, and then when it's forty five minutes, yeah. you're like, that was great. It's probably I've probably been in a thirty minute in and out line before. Okay, well, the people in Idaho waited in eight hour lines. What's well, Idaho? What else are you going to do? Okay. Lines are like the most fun thing to do <laughs> At there. The tr- <laughs> Why are you insulting poor Idaho? Now just, who's adding insult to it? Uh, look, I think everyone agrees with me, right? I mean, you ever been there, Allie? Yeah, I actually have been there. Yeah, just to wait in line, I bet. Probably the highlight of the whole trip. (laughs) I can't wait for the lines I'm going to wait in. So this was on opening day, and they were waiting, like I said, eight hours to get their orders. And also, fans were sleeping in their cars in 30 degree weather just to go. Well, guess what? Guess what? Internet. We have a guy sleeping in his car at Sagebrush for us tomorrow. So we all have people waiting. (laughs) We all All have people sleeping in their cars. Okay. Um, there are a lot of jobs that are being replaced by robots. Robots are making burritos now and drinks, and there are customer service representatives, our taxi drivers, even dog jobs are being replaced um, now with these you know, robot dogs entering the police force. Now there's a new robot being added to the Amazon workforce, and um, here's their name. This is Digit, a robot its makers say is ready to do what human warehouse workers do. So they can lift about 35 pounds, you know, the, the robot weighs about what a person would weigh, can reach about the size of what a person can reach. Potentially adding to the company's fleet of more than 750,000 robots. Over just a few years, they're worth it. And think about it, they don't bitch about overtime, they don't take sick days, they never ask you for a raise, and they'll probably never fill up, you know, like Amanda from sales. So there you have it. Uh, the future will all be robots. We're working for them. We know that's going to happen. We get into a brand new hour of this show right now. This is the world famous K-Rock. All right, just after 8 o'clock now on a Wednesday morning. Uh, uh, whoa, wait a minute. Hold on. It's the frequency. I already forgot. Great Thursday job. morning here at K-Rock. That's what happens when you have a wild rager of a holiday party in the middle of the week. <laughs> Throws off the whole schedule. That's what happens when you have two soft longs. Yeah, it was uh, <laughs> painting and pouring and more pouring and more pouring and less painting. And Allie at one point yesterday, and I'm not lying when I say this because we were at our company holiday paint and pour party. She accidentally took a sip from her paint glass yesterday. With the, yeah, all the paint colors. Allie was trying to drink her wine, and she took a sip of her... 
my she mixture. Goes, Oops, I just drank my paint. Which kind of got me drunker, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. and I, I was close to taking another sip. Yeah. And with all those paint and pour parties that take place, like paint nights and stuff like that, I'm sure I'm not the first person to do it, and I won't be the last. So uh, we put up some footage of what took place and our finished products. Of We actually did do the painting jobs. You can see them up at our socials, Klein Alley Show. Well, you were complaining about it. Oh, painting is so lame. And then look who was sitting next to me drawing a snowman, Mr. Kevin Klein. Well, I was just sitting around because we, we were trying to kill time. I, both of us wanted to wait for the raffle. and uh, That's I, why the painting was a good idea. But I ended up leaving anyway. And it turns out when the opportunity is either talk to salespeople or paint stuff, You'd rather paint, paint stuff. Painting seems like a lot of fun. Yeah. And then so. there were the people that decided, I'm not going to paint anything. I'm just going to walk around and criticize everybody else's paintings yeah. while I'm drunk. And that yeah. was fun, too. A lot of the people in this building, they may seem all nice on their radio shows, but they're all a-holes. And all <laughs> they want to do is stand behind us and mock. Oh, great job. Look at that. Is that how it's supposed to look? Tomorrow, uh, right around this time, we will be doing a live show in Calabasas, Sagebrush. If you want to stop by, that'd be great to have you as uh, K-Rock shares the love with Lovely the Band. You'll get a live free concert. Also, if you get there early, you get yourself a free t-shirt. We'll bring some other prizes. In fact, we have tickets for you to see Depeche Mode. We'll be giving those away tomorrow. And Depeche Mode had a bit of a celebration yesterday in downtown Los Angeles. And let me say, I appreciate it because while Martin Gore was speaking about the band, he did give K-Rock some love. Los Angeles and New York. Uh, we're the springboards, really, for our career in America. And, yeah, we had a lot of support from K-Rock. Yeah, that crowd, giving K-Rock some love. Richard, here today, obviously. And the first ever stadium we ever played uh, headlining was here in... Los Angeles. So Depeche Mode has their own day now in L.A., and uh, we've got tickets for you to see them. We'll bring them with us tomorrow, so if you stop by, a chance to win those tickets from us. In a moment, we'll listen to what happened when Jake was down around the fans. Can he get any fan of Depeche Mode to say anything bad about that band? The answer is no, but we will listen to him try. We'll do it next, Kara. Depeche Mode has their own day now in Los Angeles. In Los Angeles. 13th. Will forever be known as the Pesh Mode Day. We had the city councilwoman on with us yesterday who explained how she does this. And Omar's theory is that she just finds bands she wants to meet and decides, I will give them days in Los Angeles. And just like that, I get to meet the band. It's kind of genius if you think about it. Yep. This is the, if I were ever to be a public official, an elected official, I'm not sure if they get elected for that position. And the, now the 34th. Pizza day. You're right. I would do this. I would figure out a way to just take anything I needed. If I was like a little bit hungry, I'd be like, tomorrow will be Taco Bell day. Another ribbon cutting. So it seems like she's figured out a way to use her power for good rather than for evil. And I think we could all use that from our elected officials. I agree. Uh, the fans were out in full force yesterday, so Jake Thinner went down there to hear what was going on as uh, they got this big, exciting dedication. Depeche Mode, obviously, a ton of shows they've been doing in L.A., wrapping up this tour. I think they're at Crypto next week. They just wrapped up a bunch of shows at the Forum. Mm -hmm. uh, here are just some of the fans that Jake got a chance to meet. It's Depeche Mode. Who can say no to Depeche Mode? Well, Whoa. she doesn't know the name of the band, but also she seems like she's a big fan because she missed work to see Depeche Mode, Allie. It's Depeche Mode. Who can say no to Depeche Mode? Is Depeche Mode your favorite band? Absolutely. To the fullest. So she's a super well, fan. I learned to pronounce it. <laughs> How have you not learned that? Maybe we're all doing it wrong. Maybe. Did you hear a comment about the city of, of L.A. diverting funds from homelessness to pay for this day? I'm sorry, say that again. Did you hear a comment about the city of L.A. diverting funds from homelessness to pay for this day? <gasps> I didn't even know that, really. 
Jake's theory was if we can go tell Depeche Mode fans that a bunch of weird, random, made-up stuff is happening, they will still be so... De- they, they will defend that band to the core that there's no, no one... It doesn't matter what how many things were done. I think he was going to say something about, you know, that Dave Gahan's pants right now are made from a bunch of uh, puppies that were not adopted, and we skinned them. And, because he's so convinced the fans will be like, great, uh, it's a good fashion Well, thing. and think about how many years you've put into dedicating to that band, right? I mean, at that point, you've kind of brainwashed yourself into thinking that they're gods. So nothing can destroy that. Nothing can. And and the, the fans are truly super fans, so much so that they just will not correct uh, Jake no matter what he says. Do you have any comment about Dave Gahan revealing he has Asperger's this morning? I think it's great. That, you know, to see that um, everybody's being more open about, you know, uh, what their status is. Uh, yeah. yeah. What do you feel about Depeche Mode Day forever being in the shadow of Taylor Swift's birthday? Who? So, you know, because yesterday was also Taylor Swift's birthday. Oh, uh, I know. The, the fan, I don't the think... The tour was on when I got home. Right, there's not a lot of uh, intersection between the two, I would say. Uh, he did run into uh, Richard Blade there, Allie. Uh, we weren't oh, sure if Richard nice. Blade would be there. Listen to this. Uh, give me your thoughts about the Pesh Mode Day. About time. I got my day in June, so it's about time that Depeche Mo got it, that I got it first was crazy, but he's got... <laughs> it really, uh, Richard Blade has a way of making it about Richard Blade, doesn't he? Huh? I mean, it is kind of interesting that he got a day before they did. They probably and realized... And he, like, broke them on K-Rock. Yeah, I could imagine why they would be in the middle of Richard Blade Day talking about all the bands that he helped break and then them being like, oh, yeah, Depeche Mo doesn't have a day yet? They probably should. These guys so deserved it, and as they said... A lot of the influence that Depeche Mode have was back because of the early days of K-Rock playing the music. Or should I say, K-Rock. See, there you go. That's the great Richard Blade. Klein and Ali, when are you going to have me on as a guest so I can plug some of my books and talk about the history of K-Rock? And- <laughs> All right. See, it, it, uh, once again, it circles what a great sell. right back when to Richard Blade. When can I Blade. join you so I can plug my books? He has an open-door policy around here, but he does have a lot of things he's promoting. When are you going to have me on as a guest so I can plug some of my books and talk about the history of K-Rock and how good you're doing on the air right now? Uh, any other departing sh- uh, thoughts about their shows in Los Angeles wrapping up their world tour? Yeah, I saw them last night at the Forum, and they were brilliant. It was honestly just as good as on stage at the Rose Bowl in June of 1988. The band have not missed a beat. And to think that that is, you know, like 35 years later is amazing. I don't know where the time goes, but the talent doesn't disappear. The band are great, so play me some Depeche Mode, please. Now, that's Richard Blade. Uh, Jake went up to some people to see if they could help him out because uh, he claims that he was sent there with a mission and uh, he wanted to see if the fans could help Jake keep his job. What's your name? Levon. Levon, uh, where are you from? Azusa, California. And you came all the way here for Depeche Mode Day? Yep. Are they your favorite band? Um, Ever since 1985, yeah. Can you do a Dave Gahan impression? <laughs> There's no way I could do that. No, I could never. Because I'm, I'm asking because my boss wants me to get a drop from Dave Gahan, but I don't think I'd be able to, get to, to talk to him. So if I can get you just saying, hey, this is Dave Gahan. You think this guy will do it, Ali? Or you think he's going to be like, no, no, I respect Gahan too much. I'll never pretend to be him. I think it'll be that. Yeah. No, he's a god. I can't. Right. Couldn't I can't, possibly. I can't do All right, it. let's find out. Talk to him. So if I can get you just saying, hey, this is Dave Gahan. 
Hello, K-Rock. This is Dave Gahan. Um, <laughs> thank you for your support throughout the years. <laughs> okay. Can't wait to see the show tonight. Oh, okay. No, that That's was awful. That was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank All right. Well, very successful day, Allie. And of course, there's a... Uh, there's, uh, uh, you you know, know, send it to me as a VO script. Yeah, and Allie will do it, it too. I'll that guy, that guy fell for the same thing Allie did. <laughs> now, be Dave Gahan as a germ now. If you could be Dave Gahan as a germ. <laughs> Uh, we will uh, take a quick break. Thanks, uh, Jake. Good stuff. We're posting Thank some you. of that footage up on the socials. And once again, Depeche Mode, congratulations. Thanks for the shout-out. Greatly appreciate that as well. If you want tickets to see that band, The Legends, while they're here in Southern California, uh, I recommend you come out and join us tomorrow. Sagebrush will be there bright and early, 6 a.m. we got lots of tickets. We'll be bringing with us for you to see Depeche Mode. So stop by for the live broadcast. Back in a moment. we got more show to get to. And uh, we'll do it all next. Blink on K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. Some people already wrapping it up, winding down for the year. We will be uh, having a little celebration party tomorrow. Also uh, sharing some love. Uh, share the love, lovely the band. Free concert for you. Come on out, for, get there early, get a t-shirt, and win yourself Depeche Mode tickets. Brad Williams will be coming to hang out with us as well. Our little funny friend, and uh, so much more. So that's happening at Sagebrush Cantina tomorrow, bright and early at 6 a.m. We've already been warned. It will be cold. It will be dark. And it won't, yeah, it won't be bright. And eventually, uh, uh, someone asking if Allie's going to bring her giant light there to make sure it's not dark. So I think it was, I can. Allie's going to bring Here's the thing. Her. Everyone knocks it, but then everyone's like, where's the light? Give me the light. Give everyone me the light. gather around. There may be a, power, a rolling blackout in Calabasas <laughs> tomorrow if Allie plugs this thing in. That's all I'm saying. It's very strong. Uh, this has been a rough week for fingers. We did get this message from Anthony Kiedis, a limited edition Red Hot Chili Peppers release that happened only on Saturday at the Acoustic Christmas show when he finally explained publicly why, because there was a lot of mystery surrounding why are the Chili Peppers not playing the show? Why do they have to move it until March? What's going on? All we knew was someone in the band was injured. I think immediately, as a gambler, I said, flee seems like the guy that... Got, the loosest cannon, right? I, yeah, I yeah. could have seen Flea trying to do a cartwheel uh, off a balcony and hurting himself. That seems like a Flea thing. Yeah, but I and, could also see him playing through. Yeah, of course, and I bet like, you... whatever. I would imagine every band at some point has probably played through with broken bones because that's part of the job. Uh, and this is, of course, what Anthony Kiedis told us. To K-Rock spelled with a Q My apologies, apologies to you our guitarist John Frusciante broke a finger, yes it's true. My apologies to you and you and you. So that's when we found out it was a broken finger, and then a few days later, uh, the Chargers quarterback... Yeah, he fractured his right index finger and will be out for the rest of the season. Done for the season. He's out for the rest of the season And you know, no, no one loves fingers more than Allie. <laughs> and so as a result, we wanted to give you an opportunity now to let us know about a time when you broke a finger, but you played through. Yeah. You did going. something with a broken finger. What is it? How did you break it? And what did you still do? And I'm, I'm not saying this to shame John Frusciante or to shame Justin Herbert. I'm just saying that... The broken fingers and the broken toes, we've all had them before. And it, like broken you said, toe, I think, is the, lo the lowest of the low. Look, I don't think I've ever had a non-broken toe. I feel like <laughs> at any given point, at least two of my toes are probably always broken. <laughs> I just feel like that's how life is. But I'm not doing things that are that important, like, you know, playing NFL football. Or playing yeah, and you limp for a couple of days and you get over it. So 800-520-1067. You broke it, but you played through. Want to take your calls, your texts? We'll do it next. 800-520-1067. This is K-Rock. We are Klein Alley Show. What did you do with a broken finger? We'll get to it next on K-Rock. Oh, man. A bad week for fingers. 
rock stars, NFL quarterbacks. Everyone's going down as a result of the finger. But what about us regular people? We break fingers and we just carry on. Yeah, I know. We just play through, baby. So because wanna, we're not as important. Want to hear your stories. George, we'll start with you. 800-520-1067. How'd you break it? What'd you do? What'd you, how'd you play through? All right. So uh, I'm a skateboarding coach, and I teach kids skateboarding. And so I was running late to an appointment, and I usually just bomb my driveway to my car every morning. I've done this for 10 years. It's like Groundhog Day. And the one day I rushed out the door, I hit a little pebble. And I just flew down the driveway. Next thing you know, my hand was completely bent back, dislocated. Ah! I mean, it was it was done. But I like it wouldn't really be teaching skating if I didn't go and teach with a broken finger because I kind of wanted to show the kids, like, you know, this is what you're getting yourself into. Smart. So you got to just kind of stick it out. And yeah. I think a lot of the kids gave me more respect for it. You know, so they're like, oh, it's sick, Thrasher, all of me. So you showed up with a mangled hand to show them what their future would look like? I, I, I did. I was like, I gave them a Fight Club speech. I'm like, look, if you want to <laughs> do skating, this is, this is your future. Flying out the driveway, breaking your hand, and just going on. It's just throwing up all over the... I know. I would be staring at those fingers the entire time and being like, but that I don't is... want to do this. I don't want to get hurt. Listen, that's one of those things you know going into it. If you're going to get any good at skateboarding, you will... At some point, you are going to break something. Yeah, and think about the alternative. If he's like... Some kid just found out his teacher canceled the class because he broke his finger. Right, you'd be like, the teacher's such like, a pussy. Yeah, right, exactly. a new teacher. This guy's no Tony Hawk. Hey, uh, Sean, what happened to you? Yeah, I was uh, I was playing water polo. In the first quarter, some guy grabs my uh, right ring finger and just snaps it. Ah! Um, it was it was bent to the side. I had to play the rest ah! of the game like that and then play the rest of the season with it. But you didn't stop. You didn't get subbed out. No way. No way. I'm not the Chargers quarterback. So, uh, oh, burn, burn. Hey, and by the way, uh, that's so interesting to me that they grabbed it and bent it. On it was, purpose. Yeah, was that like a uh, intentional move or was that a... Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, that yeah, is intentional. 100%. Yeah, they used so to do in the NFL. picking up the ball with like a mangled ass, like wrong way facing finger. I feel like that'd be hard for the defense to know which direction he's going to throw the ball <laughs> at that point. The fingers are all bent out of sorts. But if you think about it, Ali, like remember uh, in the NFL, I think they still do it. It just doesn't get... We used to talk to like... Some of those players from back in the day, they would talk about the they, and the they bottom would, like, of try and bite each other's fingers. Yeah, the off. bottom of the fumble pile, like Bill Roman, like like some of like the real like dirty players, they would like go under the pile and they would try to bite fingers off, bend fingers in any direction they could. Yeah, just to get you off the ball so some, you could take it. Sometimes they didn't even know like which team they were. Just like, they'd find a hand at the bottom and just be like, "Let's just start snapping fingers." <laughs> Seems crazy. I'm uh, so glad I'm just sitting here with hey, no risk. Brian. Yeah, how's it going? You broke your finger, you played through. What are we talking about? Yeah, so it was St. Patrick's Day. I was playing a game of horse, and I had a perfect swish from the three-point line. No better feeling in the world. And uh, I decided to celebrate by punching a backyard fence. <laughs> uh-huh. And, uh, and how'd that go? Completely, yeah, completely shattered my knuckle. Ah! Boxer's fracture. Mm. Um, and this is during the beginning of the pandemic, so I had to go to the ER, and they took my temperature about like 10 times. And I was like, hey, look, I'm not here for that. I just need an x-ray to know if it's broken or not. 
because we actually thought it was dislocated and we're trying to pop it back in. Oh, that's a big... So my buddy's just yanking on my broken pinky. Oh, man. Friends are uh, so good. Hey, wait. Did you finish yeah. the game so of horse? Did you or did you, was that the end of the game once you punched the fence? We did finish. I finished using my other hand and I lost, unfortunately. Oh, a hero. I still, I know that they're still like, you lose. Yeah, yeah, like, now, yeah. we can't go to the ER until we officially call you horse. Yeah. Uh, Heidi, what happened to you? I was practicing for a big international swing dance competition. We had been rehearsing for months, and I was sitting on my dryer, and I jumped off and landed on my partner's tennis shoe and bent my little toe backwards and uh, broke it in two places. Did you dance through, though, or not? I went to the doctor, and I gave me some cortisone injection or something yeah. to make it feel better when I shove it into my dance shoe. And he said, no, because it'll be, feel better and you should not even be walking on it. Let yeah, that's what they all have to say, the doctors. But yeah, we they're getting all real stingy with the cortisone yeah, shots Yeah, we days. should all have cortisone like, in our oh, back well, pocket. Oh, well, I have something that'll actually make it feel better instantly and will make you forget this even happened. But it's not good for you. Jimmy, it's been a bad week for fingers, but you broke your finger and played through. What happened? Yeah, uh, let's see. I was on my, I'm, not, I'm not being an athlete here. I was running up the stairs to catch a meeting that I had with a movie studio. And I started tripping on these stairs because they're, they're tinier. They're like two inches. So I started tripping, and I started then to grab the railing. I tripped again as I grabbed the railing and jammed my fingers into the railing uh, to try to catch my balance. And so I broke two fingers, tore the ligament, and I got blood running down my wrist. And I go into the meeting that way. And it's my right hand, and I've got to shake hands with you know, all oh. these executives. <laughs> and they're like, so you I got a good handshake. handshake. Like, if you have a bad handshake, yeah. then yeah. they hold it against you. Right, right. And you know, yeah. these executives, they always overcompensate. So they're for their failed like marriage. Squeezing so it. they're really squeezing hard, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So it was it was not pretty. We did not get the contract. Yeah. Uh, bad handshake. They don't, they don't trust <laughs> you at that point. You lose out on the deal all because of that. Oh, the guy had weird fingers and a bloody hand. This guy had a great, work with this guy. great script, but he had that dead fish handshake. You so fell on two-inch stairs. Forget him, loser. All right, well, there you go. Uh, feel better, John Frashanti. We'll see you at the uh, forum for the March 2 redo with the Red Hot Chili Peppers, a K-Rock show. The sequel to Almost Acoustic Christmas. Uh, this is Young Blood. We are Klein Alley Show K-Rock and getting excited for tomorrow morning. Live show from Sagebrush Cantina Calabasas. Get there early. Stay for the free show. K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. It is uh, the eve of a live broadcast. Another one of these things. We've uh, done these in the past. We had one Arm Gary at the last one. If you remember that alley, that's where we met Blind Charlie at the 420 show at Pink's Hot Dogs. Oh my God, was that the first time the we met The first time we met Blind Charlie. Wow. Uh, Charlie the Blind Guy. I don't even know where that... A lot of people ask, whatever happened to Blind Charlie? He met some girl in Alaska. And now he's dead. And now he's he's gone. So this will be a tribute <laughs> show to Blind Charlie. Uh, come by, bring our uh, unwrapped toy so we can give it to Blind Charlie. And then, by the way, there's another blind guy. Uh, yeah, the blind guy that comes to the uh, the pre-shows at the Acoustic Christmas. Yeah, so we got to hook him up with a girlfriend, too. He needs to date some girl in Alaska as well. Turns out, like, women in Alaska love blind guys in America or something. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's the darkness, I guess. Uh, hey, tomorrow also, we are looking for you. This company told us there's no budget to rent us a Santa. So... Once again, like always, we have to turn to our wonderful audience and say there's probably someone out there that looks like Santa, has a Santa suit, could put one together in the next 24 hours. Right now, we have a few people that have agreed to come by. There's this guy. Ho, ho, That's our Mexican Santa who said he'll be kind of doing a hybrid of a 
Santa, a Lucha Libre wrestler, I think. He's going to be showing up there. Then we got the bad Santa. The costume looked very dirty. Yeah, he showed us pictures of him drunk at a bar in a Santa costume, and it was a sad sight. And we said, great, you're perfect. Yeah, so if you are Santa-like in any way and have some time to come with us tomorrow, it'd be great. Because some of the kids, this is an all-ages show. Some kids will be stopping by, and we'd like to make sure that... The more Santas, the better. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. If you're trying to go see a Santa right now at the Grove or the Americana or any of those places, good luck. Those things are sold out. So this may be your last chance to... Get on a Santa's lap. And even if the Santa does say this, ho, ho, orale. you can just tell the kids uh, it's there. It's 2023, you know? Something yeah, but like that. The, the good thing is that when you go to what? a mall or whatever, it's, uh, is that what you're going to tell them? It's 2023? <laughs> yeah, you say, uh, we don't, uh, Santa says whatever Santa there wants to say. There are Mexicans now. now. Yeah, All right, it's 2023. Right? Go sit on his lap. Yeah, just sit on his lap and shut up. I mean, you want a president or not? Let's be honest. I'm just saying, uh, when you go to a mall or whatever, you have one Santa to pick from, and it's usually an old white guy. And it's good that we have options for people that feel like they have a Santa that, you know, fits their fits them, fits their lifestyle. And if your lifestyle is a drunk old guy, then you go with the bad Santa. If you, if uh, if ho 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 orale is your thing, then go to sit on that Santa's lap. Yeah, to be fair, we'd all prefer an old white guy, but we just haven't found one yet. <laughs> but they're very expensive this time I of mean, year. I mean, we would like one of those too. So but... uh, that's what we're ho- hoping for. But in the meantime, we have this. Ho ho orale. So uh, we'll take what we can get. If you would like to come out and help spread some joy tomorrow, it's a non-paying job. Just want to point that out. Well, uh, I mean, I'm sure we can get you a drink or something. I wouldn't be so sure of that. Really. I wouldn't promise things. I mean, we'll figure it out. Uh, give us a call, 800-520-1067, or send us a DM, or just show up tomorrow. Anyone in a Santa suit, you're more than welcome to come on in. Then you're uh, qualified, yeah. Quick break. We got your ADD news to get to in just a moment. Lots going on. Allie's got drama with her sister. I can't wait for that. Allie's hot sister is on her bad list now, so we'll get into that a little bit later as well. If you need us, we're here for the interaction, 800-520-1067. Klein Alley Show for all details about tomorrow's live show as we share the love with Lovely the Band, and we'll see you uh, tomorrow back in a second with your ADD News. That's next. All right, good news. The Prequend is here. This is Klein Alley Show on K-Rock. It is almost 9 a.m., which means let's get a check of what's going on in the world with your ADD News. Grab your Adderall. No, seriously, grab it. The shortage is real. It's time for ADD News. By the way, if you need any, I know a guy. All right, McDonald's is the largest fast food chain in the world, and I would also say it's the most addictive fast food chain in the world. It really is. I mean, even still, I I can taste those fries, and I haven't had them in years, but, I mean, you you know it. You know the feeling, and you get that Jimmy leg just thinking about it. uh, I've watched my kids because uh, we introduced them to the Happy Meal recently, and I don't think there's a thing they now want more in their life than the Happy Meal. I think about every time my dad would ask me, what do you want for lunch? I would scream Happy Meal. Happy Meal. Happy Meal, Happy Meal, Happy Meal. And that's all I would ever want. And I told them, I remember thinking one time, it's just about the toy. And I would say to them, like, hey, how about this? Instead of McDonald's, we'll just stop and get a toy somewhere. And they're like, nope. No. They they want the whole thing. Gotta have the whole thing. The nuggets. They got the salt. The salty-ass fries that are so soggy and delicious. And it's, by the way, super smart because the, the hardest thing a brand can do is get people when they're young and impressionable mm-hmm. to be fully in on the brand so that they they basically have a you know, customer for life. And that Happy Meal, I don't think there's a better marketing thing on the planet than that idea of I introducing know. kids to this world. I know other places, like I know Chick-fil-A has a kid's meal, other but there's something about that McDonald's. None compare. Man. And then if no you get that does. play place attached, forget about it. Oh, this is my favorite way to swim in feces is inside <laughs> of a play place. <laughs> um, anyway, just like Disney, even though they're a huge corporation, they're always looking for new ways to expand and make even more money. Cosmics 
is one of those ways. It's kind of like a pared-down drive-through-only version of McDonald's. They announced it last week. It's got a limited menu, but they expand their menu of drinks. So they've got like coffee drinks, berry blasts. Uh, they've got some desserts on the menu, and then they've got you know a few breakfast sandwiches and stuff like that. And they just announced uh, they just announced it last week, but they opened their first location this week. And the results are in, and it sucks. People don't like it. Yeah, people don't like it, and it's unfortunate because they called it cosmic, so everyone's just calling it a cosmic failure and a cosmic mm. disaster. And just, you know, I encourage you to think about the title of your place Well, they, they, they only opened, it was one location, It's right? one location, and I think part of the problem was that it took a really long time for everybody to get their stuff because it was their opening, and it's their first location, blah da 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 But... They also have, like, you know, the hash browns, but they're, like, different hash browns, and apparently they're just, like, crappier versions of the yeah. good McDonald's hash browns. It's so funny because they have such... Everything is so uniform there, and sometimes you just want an Egg McMuffin. And someone else could say, look, I got a guy that'll make you a fresh ham, egg and cheese sandwich, and it, You're like, no, all, I'm craving that yeah, crappy right, one. I want that one. That's the one I, I want. it to be hockey puck in texture and in shape. And that's what I'm used yeah, to. Yeah, and if you're going to open, especially because this location is next door to an actual McDonald's, so people are like, well, then I just want to go to that other drive through at the regular McDonald's and get the real hash browns. So. Yeah, look, I saw it. I saw pictures of this Cosmics, too, and I was thinking to myself, oh, that's cool. Like, I, I could see myself for a gimmick. Just go check it out. Yeah. But very rare that, I mean, they've got such a good thing. Like, you have a brand, you have one of the most recognizable brands on on the planet. Mm-hmm. Why are you starting another brand yeah, that's, that's less good? Yeah, I can't figure these people, like, yeah. they're living the dream. Every day a new just restaurant opens. Just the profits. Right, that's just hoping to be like a McDonald's. McDonald's like, we're too profitable. Let's come up with a place that no one knows. Uh, yeah, all right. What will the new year bring? You can make your own predictions, or you can listen to the guy who's made the most accurate predictions in human history, and that would be Nostradamus. The guy has made a slew of predictions. Uh, he made them, I think, in the 1500s, but many of them have come true. He predicted the rise of Hitler. He predicted the 9-11 attacks, the death of Kennedy, COVID, basically everything horrible. But doesn't he only predict bad things? Yeah, and here are his predictions for 2024. You ready? Continued global strife, war on the seas, royal turmoil, and humanitarian disaster. So he talks about climate change being a thing, and that's just going to continue to get worse, which is true. He also predicts that basically Prince Harry is going to become king, and that Prince Char- or King Charles is going to get like ousted somehow, and then like the, the guy who was like you know no one expected him to be king is going to be king, and then he predicts that quote a red adversary will start a war. So they think it either means China or Russia. Probably Prince Harry again. And- <laughs> He seems like a red adversary. I guess, I guess right? you're right. All of his predictions are about red, the red adversary. Yeah, but the, he said that the uh, the war is going to be on the water, like in the ocean, like big ocean battle. But first of all, not much of a prediction because 90% of the earth is water. So like you're just playing the odds on that one. And I think that people always right. do this with Nostradamus. They, they take these vague generalities, he said, and then they apply it to stuff that's happening. Because mm-hmm. to say... Is going to be famine. Like, there's famine on planet Earth every year, depending on what. Well, it's like any country. psychic, right? Who's like, um, there's you're gonna get a visit from an old friend, and like the likelihood of that happening is high. So you know, it's easy to be like, oh my god, it came true. But one of the other things he predicted was that the Pope's gonna die. When did he say that? He says through the death of a very old pontiff. A Roman of good age will be elected, so we'll get a new pope. Yeah, but the thing that's the other thing is popes are so old. Starting age for a pope is already really old. 
Like, He's turning 87. Yeah, like if he had predicted that guy from Brooklyn Nine-Nine died, I would be like, oh man, Nostradamus <laughs> is onto something. What if Nostradamus predicted Brooklyn Nine-Nine? I would give the guy credit. I would be like, that's amazing. How would he have known that? Uh, that was shocking. If he had predicted that uh, Cosmics was opening, McDonald's <laughs> opened off. It'll be really crappy and I'll, not as good yeah. as the real thing. Famine at Cosmics because people don't want it. Uh, I, would, I would give him credit. All right, are you a good friend, a bad friend, or a neutral friend? Neutral. Appar- apparently, neutral friends are the worst. Really? Yeah. That's what I strive for. Uh, me too. And I guess you and I are neutral friends, and that's, quote, a red flag among the friend community. And the neutral friend is the person that never wants to start anything and never wants to take sides in any argument. Oh, man. I thought that's what... Uh, I Honestly... I love that. That's exactly what I want to be. Like, and the, I'm the mediator friend. I, if two friends are arguing, I'm the one that's like, I see both, let's talk about it, and kind of smooths things over. It's funny, because I definitely have a friend that would fall in the category of bad friend. Like, they're bad, they bail on everything all the time, they borrow stuff, they never reciprocate. Mm-hmm. I get all that. That's a bad friend. But I'm at least you know what you're getting. I, I'm friendly with them, I know what I'm getting, but then when they do show up or even do something that's even remotely, even neutral to net positive, you're like, oh man, it seems so massive because they're they such a bad friend. exceeded your expectations. Good friends, and I definitely have some of them as well, they would drop everything to get you to the airport, they would loan you 50 bucks if you needed it. Yeah, they but would that's do a lot of pressure. A lot of pressure, and it feels like for someone to truly be a good friend, they have to have not a lot else going on. Like, it's hard to be a good, good friend when you have wife, kids, right. job. Like it's it's easy to be a good good friend when that's the one. Like I have a single friend and he's still a really good friend because he's always down for whatever. Same. My single friend is the best friend. Best friend, always available, always ready to do stuff, always there to help. You need to move, they're there. Neutral, I feel like is where most people fall over time anyway because it's like, look, I want to be a good friend and I'm there. Like if it's a real emergency, you can count on me. But also, also I don't have time for drama. Yeah, and I'm not the type of person. This is where I think I'm the worst. This is where where I'm not a good friend. I rarely initiate plans. Yeah. But I don't, I don't... That's why I like Katie, because she can just do all that for me. Right, and I just... And my wife, she says to me all the time, she you never plan anything. You know, if I wasn't planning stuff with other people or couples or da 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 You're like, right, because I'm a good friend. That's me being... I thought I was being a good friend. I was like, I don't want to... Hey, I feel let's like, not make plans. I, yeah, and when I do occasionally, like occasionally I'll say something like, Hey, uh, I just saw there's this cool like food festival happening. Does anyone want to go to it? And people usually... The response is like... Do you do anything other than just eat all the time? And so then I'm like, all right, I'm done for a few years. I'm not going to suggest anything. But I'll go to stuff. There you go. Then you are a good friend. This has been your ADD News. We will be back in a moment with more of Klein Alley Show. Actually, we got a new hour to kick off after this. This is the world-famous K-Rock. Hell yeah. Welcome to the weekend, or excuse me, the prequend. I got uh, prematurely excited because tomorrow we will not be sitting here in this studio. Kind of feels like the weekend will start early. Yeah, we will be out and about bright and early tomorrow. Sagebrush Cantina. If you can join us, that'd be great. Don't come for us. Come to be a better human and bring an unwrapped gift, a toy of some sort that will go to a child in need. Toys for Tots as we share the love with Lovely the Band. We will give you a concert. Lovely the Band is going to be there. Put on quite a... I thought they were going to stop by play one song and leave. That's not no, the case. No, they're doing a set. It is a legitimate set, mini concert with Lovely the Band. That'll be cool. Of course, uh, Brad Williams has got shows all weekend happening at the Brea Improv. He'll be coming to hang with us. And uh, we've got the Santas. Mm-hmm. Be, the unauthentic, not necessarily cre- accredited Santas will be coming by as well. A lot of surprises yeah. we have in store for you. The Mistletoe Challenge. Oh, there's so much good stuff happening. And we're auctioning off a date with Johnny. 
Yeah, that's right. If you need someone to show up uh, to your ho- company holiday party with you, or you need to show up ar- around some friends from high school, or perhaps you want to uh, bring uh, someone home to like dinner with mom so she leaves you alone for a little bit, mm-hmm. Postmaster Johnny has been nice enough to volunteer his penis <laughs> for no, this segment. It's so. not guaranteed that you're going to get some. Probably, okay. if you want some, you'll get it. Yeah, he is like mean, a, he's a man whore. But regardless, <laughs> that's going to be happening. It's all happening uh, starting tomorrow, bright and early. You can show up. All ages welcome. Probably shouldn't have said that after talking about Johnny's <laughs> penis, but all ages welcome to attend. There will be food there, some drink, good times, and a chance for us to toast together before we get into the uh, holiday break, which, mm-hmm. by the way, for us is not starting next week. I think a lot of people, this is kind of their final week, and then they're like, see you guys in 2024. We will be somehow... We're going to be doing this again. Back again next mm-hmm. week for all live shows yet again. So you cannot get rid of us just yet. Yeah, but it's kind of fun because when you're on when you're on, on a week that most people are off, you kind of feel like loopy. And you feel like, well, nothing really matters because I'm here. Yeah. I, I'm I, here. I could not be here, but right. I'm here. It, so, begin. I think the bar has been lowered even more so. And just the fact <laughs> that you have showed up. Even if you were drunk. Right. And, and usually you are. Yeah. Because they even put little booze inside those chocolates this time of year, and it's delicious. <laughs> so we'll get into a brand new hour of the show next, K-Rock. 106.7 K-Rock, Klein Alley Show, the prequent, and hopefully we all get a chance to hang out tomorrow and drink and eat together. Klein, you know, you have sisters, right? You have siblings. Do you get the same price range of gift for their partners as you give to the actual person? It's like, funny you ask. For your sister, do you give the same amount for her husband? Uh, for her husband? Yeah. No, I don't get my sister's husband a gift. At all? Why would I get the guy who's drilling my sister a present? <laughs> I'm not supposed to get anything for him? Mm, I mean, occasionally, I think I would, I would give them something that would be uh, categorized as a couple's gift, I guess, where they could both both use. But I, it's interesting. I'm a middle child. I have an older sister, younger sister. My younger sister and I, not that we don't get along, we get along fine, but we just, one year, one of us didn't give a gift, and then the next year, we, it would just stop. That yeah. just dried up. My older sister knows that I give better gifts than she gives. So she's trying to keep it alive because she knows if she sends me something, I will send something better. Better, yeah, yeah. So yeah. But you, so you, But is, still, you don't get anything for the husband. No. So so I, when, when my sister first started dating this guy, they're now married, I wouldn't get him anything because they were just dating. And then once they became more serious and they both came to Christmases and stuff, we would do some kind of a couple's thing. Then once they got married... I gave him an actual gift. Oh, I guess, yeah, he's your brother-in-law. He's my brother-in-law, yeah. right? This year, I asked my sister, hey, do you have any ideas for Joe? Because he's kind of h- hard to shop for. He likes golf, and that's all I know. Yeah, but that's like, if you find someone that likes golf, you're kind of set because you, yeah, there's but so I much get dumb him stuff. Yeah, I golf stuff every year. But that's all that, I'm telling you right now, I would love someone to give me that stuff. And, and, and really? I, yeah, it's great. So you would, Kirkland, if oh, you would you like what, that every year, you don't Costco care. Costco just uh, released this week, I think, their own set of irons, Kirkland irons, which I'm sure are not going to get a lot of respect on the course, but they're still cool. <laughs> like what Costco's doing. Okay. So I asked my sister, hey, do you have any ideas? And she goes, yeah, I'll send a few things from his Christmas list. So she sends me a few links, and all of the things are astronomical in price. The first link that she sends... What is astronomical? North of 500? So the first thing she sends me is, it's some kind of crazy titanium watch band that's $300. And I'm like, dude, is this what you think I'm going to get for my brother-in-law? Not even spending that much on you. The second thing she sends me... Yeah, where does he rank as far as importance in gift-giving? Like, you got your mom, you got your sister... Oh, I've got so many parents first. Right, 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 right. I've got four dads and three moms first. 
Then Jesus. I've got my sister, my kid, my wife, and then I have stepsisters. I mean, he's low though. I mean, I'm saying if you're if you're putting a price amount per person, I in was family, thinking like fifty, like between fifty and eighty bucks is what you were planning. On is spending. what I was planning on spending. So get him a few links to the watch band. He can build it himself. <laughs> <laughs> the second thing she sends me is like a self warming coffee cup. That's two hundred dollars. How can that be two hundred dollars? They have these really nice ones. But you, that are you like find go find. This is what you do, El Cheapo. <laughs> Someone says, "I really want this," and then you say, "Oh, a self-warming coffee mug." You know what I can get you for less than that? I can get you a me just putting your cuppy in the microwave <laughs> over get, and over again. <laughs> you get a, yeah, exactly. <laughs> me pushing this button right here and handing you a cup. <laughs> and if you need it warmed up, we'll do it again in twenty minutes. So I don't know how to respond to this. You just say I, any, I anything that's more normal priced. Okay, so you don't think it's tacky to be like, this well, is too expensive. Why don't you send back the, look, you could find right now, I'm sure you could find a self-warming coffee mug for 50 bucks. You definitely could. I looked, Klein. They, all, those don't all, exist? All the real ones are like, yeah, 150, 200 bucks. Here's the thing with my sister, though. She's like Katie in the sense that she doesn't look at prices. I'm sure... Uh, yeah. That she sent me links and has no idea how much anything costs. Just like my mo- my wife will go to a gas station, not even look at the price. She'll just buy things and not think about yeah, it. Yeah, those people are the worst. So she's going to be like expecting me to get this watch band when she didn't even know how much money it was in the first place. I know there's very a lot of people that are anti-gift card in general or cash or whatever. I think everyone loves cash. You could just say... Hey, I know you like a lot of stuff, golf stuff, coffee stuff, whatever else. Here's a Costco gift card. Here's a Costco <laughs> gift card. Or just give them those underwears back you tried to return. Here's giant underwear <laughs> from Costco. Once you return these, you can go ahead and buy yourself something you yeah, want. There. It's like a golf net. I also think the expectations in the step relationship are very low. Like I know that Yeah, because I don't expect him to know me and I right. don't know him. Is he gonna that gi- well. is he gonna give you something, you think? Aren't they gonna give you something as a couple? They are they're technically married. Huh. Don't, I yeah, thought you're gifts right. come as cup from couples, not from individuals. So we just do couples to couples? Because I know my sister's getting something for me and then something separate for Katie. Huh. That's I get weird. so confused now. That's and then why when there's a kid, do you stop giving to the parents because now you got the kid. The best is when someone got left out, like you gather this gathering and there's one relative that no one kind of remembered and then you just have to like find something around the house yeah. and try to give it to them or you just find something else that was just given 10 minutes earlier and be like, grab some of that paper on the floor. You know, that's why I got a Hydro Flask for that exact reason. It's great. If well, I'm short one. All ages, all genders. Yep, just here's a Hydro Flask. Enjoy. And that's the spirit of the holidays. It's K-Rock. We are Klein Alley Show. Nice to meet you. Thanks for hanging out or being on the wrong radio station. Regardless, good to have have you with us interaction 800-520-1067 to call and to text and tomorrow if you have something to say you can say right to our faces oh. as we take the show to sagebrush cantina for By a the live way, share the love 818 wanted to know actually a few people on the text line chiming in about nostril damas because we were talking about no, uh, nostradamus and his predictions you know klein you have given some of your predictions in the past and will we do that again this year yeah, i was hoping we could bring up my giant pothole sized nostrils <laughs> as often as possible it's one of my biggest physical flaws that i'm most excited about talking talking uh, publicly on the show. Next week, since we will be back for more live shows, if you have anything you want predictions about, maybe it's your own love life, your career, stuff in the world, sports team, Super Bowl champions, all that stuff. Klein will rub his nostrils. I will once again next week rub my giant nostril. I need need actually to stretch my arms for an entire weekend. It's a very busy (laughs) job. I'll get to it next week. Nostril Thomas will be here. Let me ask you a question, Ali, as a woman, and I know that we don't necessarily say you're like the most feminine woman out there. Okay. But, that's all I wanted to say. Oh, <laughs> I agree. When um, when you get into that inevitable conversation with Katie, and every single person has had this conversation, and it could be, what do you want to eat tonight, or what do you want to watch tonight? It's Those seem to be the two conversations where nobody has an opinion, yet everyone has an opinion. Oh, 
I have to pick up dinner tonight, and she didn't give me any kind of direction, and I know that there's only three things she likes, so I guess I'll pick up one of those three. But don't you feel like it's still going to be wrong? Like, whichever, even if you know it's a place she likes and it's a thing she likes, you'll come home with it, and she'll be like, I just didn't feel like that tonight. Well, I, I know she already knows exactly what she wants and where. You know, I just have to figure it out without directly asking. But why... In all seriousness, because we've gotten to a point now where I've, I've literally have said I'm just done with this conversation of, of the yeah. 10 years plus or however long we've been together. Of what should we get? What should we eat? What should what, we watch? What do you want tonight? What's dinner? What do you feel like? I don't care. What do you feel like? I don't care. And then it's just pick something. How about you just pick something? And then I literally say the same thing, which is I will eat anything at any time. <laughs> I don't need to put a lot of thought into it. Yeah. It's one effing meal. Obviously, you care more than I do, right. so you should be the one choosing. And that's just like when we've gotten into the argument before where she'll say, she doesn't say this anymore, but she used to say, you don't initiate uh, sex. You? At, right. So she used to say, you don't ever initiate sex. And I said, I'm always down. I'm ready. Uh, right. You, I don't need to initiate. I don't care if I'm Just know. Middle. I'm ready. I am there. I, Yes. At I, any point. If I'm here or within 100 miles, <laughs> I am ready to go. And all you need to do is snap your fingers or say sex or cuckoo, cuckoo, <laughs> or whatever, and I will be there. And But she, she said, probably wants you to make a move right, to get her in the mood. So for the past year now, I am the one who is constantly initiating sex to the point where she says, all you're doing now <laughs> is bringing up sex. And you're like, she was well, on, you told me last year to initiate the sex. Right. She was sitting on the toilet yesterday, going to the bathroom, number one. And I walked in, and I, her, and I took my pants down. Oh. And she said, what the hell are you doing? And I said, well, your pants are down. Now my <laughs> pants are down. Let's do it. <laughs> you know what? That actually is kind of how it worked for me last time, and it yeah. worked. And this didn't work for me. She oh. said, what's wrong with you? I'm going to the bathroom. And that was the end of that. But I'm just saying, I and I said, you said so initiate. You just walk out with your pants yeah, on. Yeah, I, I, I actually tripped on the way out the door. It was really sad. <laughs> but with the whole food conversation, the whole you pick, I pick, you pick, I pick, I, I would argue, just like they say in people's closets, they say like you wear only, what do they say? You wear 10%, 10%. of all the clothes you have. Right. Of all of the food options out there, and there's no shortage right now because you can have stuff delivered, you can make stuff, da da da. Every genre of food, food from every style, there's so many choices. But the reality is, at some point, usually you there's do. There's like five places that we rotate. Right. You have your places, and they become your starting lineup of rotations. And even if it feels like I just had that, you know it's reliable, you know that there's something you both kind of like there. And there's less decision. I think it's about the amount of decisions you have to make. Because if you go to a new place, it's a new menu, you have new decisions, you have to look at the pictures, if you have that thing, you know, on Yelp or whatever, how long is it going to take, that whole, there's too many unknowns. And I know that people go, like, hey, life is short, experiment a little bit, like, try something new. I don't have time. I'm I'll gonna, do that on the weekend or do it with somebody else. Whenever we've done a new place, it is 90% of the time a colossal failure. Really? Yeah, because it's like... Oh, a new sushi place. And then within one bite of the first piece, ah, it's not as good as the place we always go to. It's like that sort mm -hmm, of thing. Mm -hmm. and, and by the way, once again, yet, this is never me because I don't care. Like, I, sure, I have preferences. Yes, there's pizza places I like more than other pizza places. But if I were to go home and there were to be even lousy pizza, I would eat it happily. Mm -hmm. and <laughs> because, I really... it, because you didn't have to make a million decisions to get there. And that's the key. It's the decisions. That's yeah. the part I hate more than anything in the world is making the decisions. Yet for some reason, we have not figured out a solution for this. Now, I know there was like an app that was around. Open a table. 
They did. Oh, no, no, no. No, wait. I forget. There was one that was like a slot machine. Yes. And you could literally just say. Oh, God. What was that called? I think we used it. Yeah, I think it shut down because the way it worked is no one stood by it. It was like the idea was it would give you. You would say tonight. Two people surprise me. Right, right, and it would, and it it would, would give be, you an idea. It would give you a restaurant, and you could eliminate if you had certain things. You could eliminate some things, and it would still give them to you. But like, still, it would land on it, and then both people would be like, Nah, yeah. I don't know. And then we would spin it millions of it, times until it lands on the thing until, you already until like. Until it's like, okay, perfect. Actually, that's what we want. Yeah. Oh, it's California <laughs> Chicken Cow Pack. Yeah. Right. Hey, Rock, Hello. Hey. Uh, just wanted to call in and say how much my son and I appreciated your guys' live show before the almost Tuesday Christmas. You know, the other night, and um, it was my son's first show, and we got right up front for the pre-show thing, and it was awesome, and yeah, we just had a blast. I think that was my favorite part of the show, honestly. He, like, loved Joy Force because he's so young and Yeah, crazy. well, thank you. Uh, look, it we was, remember uh, you. I yeah. remember seeing them. Ali's going to pretend she remembered yeah. you, but... Uh, I did remember. They were right in the front. You remember seeing that kid? No. Are you serious? We no. We don't have hair. Long hair, yeah. Oh, um, the kid with hair. Yes, I remember that kid with hair. <laughs> yeah, that so, kid. what a... First concert, I mean, it's so much better than my first concert, which was like Raffi at the park, that your your boy got to go to Acoustic Christmas. I'm super jealous of I that. I hope it doesn't ruin all concerts for him in the future. It may, right. but thank you for st- thank you for calling to say that. It was great to meet you guys. <laughs> all right, have a good night. All right, shout out to the boy with the hair. Well, we've overstayed our welcome, which seems to happen from time to time. Klein Alley Show coming to an end for the day. Nicole Alvarez will be in here. Uh, She's already here. Oh, what? Ah! 40 minutes. She wants her jacket back from Ellie. 40 minutes nonstop K-Rock. She got real defensive, by the way, about that jacket. She says, it didn't look like that on me. Yeah, she also said, and I, I know her. just because you're you and I'm me that if I wore that jacket, no one would have said anything. Because yeah, we're all terrified of you, Nicole. Nicole Alvarez will be in here. 40 minutes nonstop K-Rock. You'll also get, uh, most importantly, your 90s at noon. And I think she's hooking you up all week with tickets to see Queens of the Stone Age. We will be tomorrow at Sagebrush Cantina. If yeah, this is the first you're hearing about it, check out the socials for the details. It's going to be a good time to hang out together. If you can only stop by for a little bit on your way to work, that'd be fine as well. We ask you bring an unwrapped toy, but someone said, if I don't have a toy, can I still come? Yeah, of course you can still come without the, without the toy, but we're trying to do some good for the community as well. So if you can grab a toy on your way. It doesn't have to be anything great, but regardless... It doesn't have to be anything great. Yeah, just, uh, you know, take Ali's advice and bring something that, you know, bring a Hydro Flask or whatever. Regardless, <laughs> uh, we will see you tomorrow. Details up on Klein Alley Show. I think K-Rock's got them up as well. And we'll be doing the live show with Brad Williams. Lovely the band. Thank you again to uh, Subaru for helping us spread the love. And we cannot wait to see you tomorrow for a live holiday festive show from Sagebrush Cantina in Calabasas starting bright and early, 6 a.m. Be there early if you want to lock yourself in one of those Klein Alley shirts. Only the first 106 people get them. And I'm telling you, that's all they ordered because this company is cheap AF. There is not extra. So be there. See you tomorrow. Bye. There's a lot to unpack from that episode of Klein Alley Show that we just listened to. But since we don't actually know what episode we just listened to, let's just say, man, those people are all sorts of fucked up. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We can say fuck now. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Also... If you like podcasting, there's live podcasting. It's called The Radio, and you can listen to us live every weekday morning from 6 to 10 a.m. on K-Rock 106.7. We wouldn't tell you if our jobs didn't depend on it. So every once in a while, listen to the live show. It's happening on K-Rock every morning, like Ali said, 106.7. You can stream us as well and tell some people, like five or 500 people. Thanks a lot. Have a great rest of your day. Bye-bye. Fuck. Go away, coyote. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch.
Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.